This is a HeadGum Podcast. This episode of All Fantasy Everything is brought to you by AeroPress. Now, let me paint a picture for you. You bought an amazing, delicious smelling bag of coffee beans. You get home, you're stoked. You make the coffee and it just isn't what you're feeling. You know, it's it's a bad cup. AeroPress coffee, however, uses a patented brew method. That's right. You didn't think I knew about brew methods, but I do. Uh, it gets all the purest flavor that you could imagine out of those beans and it speeds things up so coffee doesn't get over-extracted. It's going to give you a smooth uh, it's going to give you a rich, it's going to give you a bitter-free cup of coffee that tastes as good as the smell, if not better. And that's what we're all shooting for. You know what I mean? AeroPress, it's like a French press that makes a way better cup of coffee. AeroPress uses a patented three-in-one brew technology, again, with my brew technology knowledge. Uh, it's going to combine the flavor benefits of espresso, pour-over, and French press into one compact tiny little portable device built for travel. I got one. I have traveled with it. It is in the cupboard right now, barely taking up any space. You get a completely unique, delicious cup of coffee wherever you go, only possible with an AeroPress. With over 55,000 five-star ratings in over 60 countries, that's almost more countries than I thought existed. AeroPress is the best-reviewed coffee press on the planet. At just under 50 bucks, and with all of those great reviews, AeroPress makes an exceptional gift. It's thoughtful, it's proven, tasty, and travel-oriented. I'm all those things as well. Who wouldn't love that as a gift? Gift receipt, not needed. No one's going to take it back. Get on it. AeroPress is shockingly affordable, less than 50 bucks. And we've got an incredible offer for our audience. Visit AeroPress.com slash AllFantasy. Again, that's A-E-R-O-P-R-E-S-S dot com slash all fantasy and use the promo code all fantasy to save 20% off of your order. That's aeropress.com slash all fantasy and be sure to use the code all fantasy at checkout to save 20%. It is time to ditch the drive through, toss the French press and say yes to better mornings fueled by better coffee. Aeropress ships to the USA and over 60 countries around the world. And we thank Aeropress for sponsoring our show. Welcome to another brand new All Fantasy Everything, ladies and gentlemen. The podcast that it, it cranks the submarine into, it, you know how they have those weird crank things on the submarines? And it goes from stop all the way to that go one. And it's just flying through the ocean, the depths of the ocean, hurtling towards the, to the deep, the deep dark unknown. Easily 20,000 leagues under the sea, if not 23,000 leagues under the sea. And then it, and it. And then it throws a, a human being into the torpedo f hatch. <laughs> and that human being is you. <laughs> and it launches you out, out into the water. And, 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 and as you're going through the water, you pause for a second. You look at the world around you. And, and you think, wow, what if we drafted some of this stuff? <laughs> uh huh. It's all fantasy everything, ladies mm -hmm. and gentlemen. <laughs> Today, we are, we, are, we, are, we, are, we are drafting mob movies. As you saw in the description of the podcast, we are casting, <laughs> we're not drafting mob movies, we are casting a mob movie. 
just like a gangster movie. And 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 to do so, we have brought in podcast podcast uh, regular. <laughs> I wouldn't even say co-host at this point. Sean Jordan, how you what doing, up? Sean? I'm doing fantastic. At friend. Sean S Jordan on Twitter. Uh, Sean Cougar Mellon Jordan on Instagram. There Damn it is. right. <laughs> what do you? Uh, anything to plug? How are you doing? I'm good, man. Nothing. Uh, you know, you want shorts? Whatever. I don't, yeah, I got shorts in the studio, dude. Throw yeah. me in the booth. It's getting hot in here. You, you have good I mean? legs, though. You should wear shorts more often. They got, Not that you shy away from shorts. There's a gigantic divot in one of them from a skateboard accident. Maybe I'll post it on Twitter so everybody can see it. Let everyone see that divot. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> do you? Ever, <laughs> do you ever do anything with? Do you ever keep anything in there? <clears throat> like at a party, you can like keep some mixed nuts in your leg divot. That's where I kept the last memory of uh, Nicole Ford, the girl that ruined me. Yeah, and sure. then it, my leg got cut open and it went flying out, so I'm good now. Good. Yeah, yeah. What All about good. shows wise? Anything coming up? <laughs> Brett, go go see the Bridgetown Comedy Festival in Portland, Oregon. Oh yeah, uh, and come to this live. Oh yeah, be we're dope. doing this live at Bridgetown. I think it's going to be on the Sunday. Yeah, May seventh. Yeah, be. May seventh. So we're going to do this, and then we're going to get on an airplane. I'll be on my my fourth day of staying up till five oh, in the morning. I will be. It's going to be a bad. <laughs> it's going to be bad. I'll tell you the listeners right that that right now. It'll be terrible. Real buck. Yeah. We'll do B12 shots. We'll yeah. take everybody up for B12 <laughs> yeah. shots before. <laughs> I might still be awake. Uh, joining joining Sean and I is a returning returning champion and kimono dragon inventor, Zach Enthu- Toscani. Yeah. yeah. How's it going? No. Good. At Zach Toscani on Twitter. Is yes. that right? Yeah. yeah. And Zach on with inst- a K. Yeah. Instagram. Toscani with an I. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And on Instagram. What's what's new with you, my friend? Oh, not much. Just enjoying uh, living in uh, Marina Del Rey, enjoying the sunshine. Marina Del Rey. You live at the beach. It's awesome. I know. It's very nice. I'm it's a ju- living room. So it's a living. You know what? It's, it's a, a living, living room. It's a living. You know? Yeah. You're I mean, you room. did that back in the day. You lived. You've been on a couch before. Oh Ain't yeah. No big. I'm. Yeah. It's not really rock bottom. It's very comfortable. It's soft. It's a soft rock bottom. It's rock bottom, <laughs> but there's so many throw pillows down there that you can hardly tell. Yeah. You. You. The way you live is what people think of when they think of L.A. Like crash on a couch, but in a dope neighborhood. Yes, yeah. it's a very nice neighborhood. The only problem is that we have a balcony, yeah. and it's very nice to feel like the the breeze of the sea. But it faces a business. Oh no! Like a cubicle business. Yeah. So I can't just sit out there and smoke weed shirtless like I want to. Right, because like Daryl's hating on you from behind. Daryl's hating on me. He's doing it again. That guy's doing it again. <laughs> Steve, get I, over here. I mean, you can. You're choosing not to. You're letting that man. It you should wear a kimono. Yeah. Like, yeah. Why, why are well, you letting him stand in your way? Smoke weed on the kimono. Yeah, wear yeah. a kimono and just pet a dragon and smoke weed. Oh, I love that. Blow and it stare at, at Daryl. We'll That's all I ever want. We'll get, we'll get you one of those guys who took a job at a cell phone kiosk right out of high school. Weed uh-huh. pipes, you know what I mean? Where like, he got to, he has like 280, he bought a $280 pipe. And like at that age, you're like, holy shit, this guy's really living. But like now you realize it's sad. <laughs> yeah, like the seven eleven. One of those Gandalf ass pipes, like that looks like a calliope and shit. Like it's all blown glass. He got it. It's like got a gargoyle on it. Yeah, and he got it from the seven eleven slash bong shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. I go in there every day. I'm gonna buy this. He has that and a sword, but also an unframed poster uh-huh. on that's, his wall. <laughs> that's yeah. why I love going to bodegas over a regular like seven uh, eleven. Oh, because God. the impulse buys are oh, bongs. Yeah. Knives, brass knuckles, Obama portraits. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You can there was a, there was a gas station I went to. They had a seventy dollar framed photo of Kevin Durant, but with OKC. That's it crazy. Was, yeah, that price has to come down. It has to come down. <laughs> that has to come. You, the bodega by our crib, the the fake Circle K, the the one where you got the apricot rope. Yeah, the walnut rope. <laughs> They're the walnut. They got some crazy. If we have any, if we have any Armenian listeners, it's an Armenian grocery store. Is the only reason I'm asking. If we have any Armenian listeners, 
Will you tell us if I, either these people are crazy or the walnut rope is a thing? It it's, was an apricot, and it was like yeah. it was like rubber. It's gnarly. You yeah, know, what, like the aftertaste. Not really the only it, pleasant it, part. It tasted okay, but it felt like eating a condom full of dog shit. And I'm sorry <laughs> that that's a gross description, but that's exactly what it felt like. That it, was the consistency. If I would have eaten yeah. it in a blindfold, yeah, out of I'd brought. I'd been like, yeah, I just you know some nuts, right, with something and, else. When you lead with apricot, I thought it would be very overwhelming. It was yeah. very subtle it was apricot a subtle flavor. Apricot. It was one of those things that's it, it's super greasy, but then when you let go of it, there's no grease on your hands for some weird. reason. Like where did it all go? Like the grease just comes off with it. And yeah. they're like, nope, not until it's in your body. You know? <laughs> anyway, let us know, man. Our fourth guest today. <laughs> stand up stand up comedian, comedy writer, Mike Malloy. Hello, everybody. How are you? Friend of the Good. aforementioned friend of the podcast. Yeah. You've Old come Michael up a Malloy. few times. Finally, Joining us on the podcast. Glad to be here. The dude, at Fake Mike Malloy on Twitter. And the, and the gram. And on the Instagram. Trying to be more active on the gram. <laughs> Hit him in the DM. Exactly. Please let him do it for the gram sometimes. What do you it. what do you up to? Anything to plug? Uh, not Bridgetown. Not that. Source, source subject. Mike's not, not a good... Not Mike, he's bad at comedy. So yeah. Yeah. Invite him. Let's just say the uh, the business doesn't love me back yet. Yeah. It just doesn't uh, it doesn't doesn't feel the same way Well, let's still, you still flirt with the business. We're still... We're, we're, we're doing a little finger flirt. Yeah. We're talking. We're, we're figuring You're it out. You're talking to Knuckle? In yeah, the business? exactly. We're, right. we're figuring it out. Vulgar. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. It's gross. Vul- it's always grosser than I realize that it sounds. Vulgar. I'm yeah, just playing gross. the character over here. Yeah, that's gross. Though, uh, right. <laughs> what, else, what else is going on? Uh, well, we had on deck this weekend. My, oh, my yeah. Fun, fun, t- fun time at uh, at Meltdown. I, I couldn't make it you because couldn't. of a gout scare. Yeah, but the, the boy, <laughs> yeah. the boy Sean stepped up. And, uh, Sean it was, killed it. It Sean was did. so fun, man. That's it's the best. I've been telling people it's the best show. <laughs> I, hey, I wish somebody told Bridgetown because they passed on. I, well, they you said know, no. It's it's a very popular festival, Mike, and there'll be no slander of it here. On no, 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 no. I want to. I, I, I would love for them to to maybe change their mind next. Yeah, year. next year. This is the last one, but one yeah. Year. <laughs> It was a fun. I, I uh, foresee show. plenty of festivals having on deck. On deck is great. It's yeah. such a fun show. Uh, right. Yeah, I mean that's kind of the, the reason that we built it is for festivals. So we yeah. think uh, we think so too. Because it's good. It's got a theme. That's yeah. the, I didn't realize until we got somebody came up and they're like, "So you're cool with the theme of the show?" And I'm like, "Just you know, tell jokes, right?" And they're like, "Kind of." And yeah. they just had yeah. to walk me through. But it's so cool. You get like three minutes. And three comics do three minutes a piece three times, so it's like nine innings essentially, right? Yeah, well, it's supposed to. It's just twenty-seven minutes total. Yeah. So you guys, can, I mean, however many jokes you tell in that amount of time is just in the dynamic. It is. I love the dynamic of because like the comedians trading off. Yeah, is, and it kind of gives people like a little bit of time to like if they hear something else that, that sparks a joke that they used to do. I mean, it doesn't have to. Like, yeah, it happened. Have to. It's it's right. pretty much happened the whole time I was doing it. Yeah, it's like something a, else. It's like a stand-up cipher. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah exactly. I I actually have stuff to plug too. If get, I get will down. be uh, starting today, when you hear this, I'll be at the Moon Tower Comedy Festival in uh, Austin, Texas. You can find my schedule on Moon Tower's website. I'm doing a bunch of shows. Uh, and then again, after two weeks after that, at the uh, Bridgetown Comedy Festival. Doing a live one of these. Doing a live one of these and and a bunch of stand-up. And I have tour dates coming up in uh, Wilmington, North Carolina, Toronto, Canada. The one Toronto. The one Toronto. And uh, you're not supposed to pronounce the second T, is what I heard. <laughs> Toronto. Toronto. Like that. Is that correct? <laughs> yeah. Thumbs up from our producer, who is from <laughs> Toronto. <laughs> Uh-huh. And then uh, I think later this summer at, uh, at uh, Montreal, Just for Laughs. So keep an eye out for that shit. Go to my website, www.iancarmel.company, and you can just shorten that to com, and your browser will know what to do. 
Is so, that what the com stands for? Probably. Commu- <laughs> could be communication. Commerce. Could be commerce. <laughs> could be communist, communist I Russia. I it was com. I'm an idiot. Uh, could be compact presario, like the computer. It could be. Yeah. Yeah, the very first one. Should we keep riffing on what the com could nah, be? Nah, nah. Like, not like, but not funny riffing. For nah. Some nah. Uh, nah. Compete. Well, then, should we get to the, let's get to the podcast. <laughs> Yeah. Now, to determine the draft order, you three gentlemen will play a rollicking game of rock, paper, scissors. How does a draft... It's a, serpent, it? it's a serpentine draft. Sort of like... A snake. It's snakes. Okay. So if you have the fourth pick you have the fifth. in the first round, you also have the fifth pick. Yeah. The first at, pick in the second well, Sports round. Sports Malloy, he gets yeah. it. Sports Malloy gets it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mike Malort over here, he understands. Uh, all right. So the three of you will play rock, paper, scissors. The winner determines the order. Again, if it's a tie, you throw again. If you all throw something different, you throw again. Basically, you win by having the unique rock, paper, scissors. Here we go. One, two, three, shoot, right? Yep. Here we go. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Do we have a winner? Oh, Sean Jordan. All right. No, no, no. no. The two of you. It's a a modified game. It's a modified game. All right. I'm sorry if that would have changed your strategy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. um, Zach's first. Oh, Zach Descani. Mike is second. Okay. You're third. I'm fourth. You said earlier, I'm happy to do it, but you were like, I'm going to go third if I I can. I know, but I didn't want to. I thought about that, and I would have to put an X because I don't want Mike going first because it's his first time. Yeah, and uh, I don't want to like have the have it not go in a circle. So oh, that's nice. that means Sean me Jordan, going fourth. America's sweet boy. Yeah, I try. You know? This is the second time you've made me go first. It's it's a good thing you get to get your fucking weird picks out right away before anybody else. That's steals true. Them. Yeah, that you weird. True. Last in a regular <laughs> listeners will remember that last time you just picked a bunch of Republicans <laughs> for your entourage, and then a lizard. Is Sully Republican? <laughs> and then a lizard. I'm sure Sully. Yeah, is, yeah he's, Sully is right. definitely Republican. He definitely is now. You know, uh, Zach Toscani, you have the first pick in the cast of mob movie All Fantasy Everything. Okay. Yup. So. <laughs> First pick, I just want to go with someone who's going to elevate the material, always brings it. Yep. Mm, a lot of mob movies, there's going to be a lot of yelling. Uh, <laughs> so I kind of went with like a really good yeller, classic yeller, okay. Samuel L. Ooh, Jackson. Sure, Samuel sure. Yell Jackson. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, yeah. Samuel will be the first pick. He's coming out. Yeah. He Great. can be a role player. He can be the main actor. He can do it all. Now, let me ask you going into it. Do you have an idea for the movie you want or are you going to sort of... I'm kind of figuring it out as we go. Figure it out as you go along. He's he's great for that, yeah, because he mm-hmm. can play any role. He can be the hero. He can be a supporting character. He can be the bad dude, as we saw in Kingsman. Sure. He you guys fuck be... with Kingsman? Kingsman was I off fell the scenes halfway through it. Why? Because what? it wasn't very good. I loved Kingsman. It was so dope. I love that Just stupid, his outfits, stupid movie. His outfits alone, Sam Jackson, were dope. He matched so, so heavy in that. Unbreakable, was he was also the villain. Mr. Yeah. Glass. He was, he was in Goodfellas. He got murked. He was, yeah. yeah oh, he was right. the getaway driver. Yeah. Uh, stu- stats? Scat? What's his name? Oh, yeah, Stats it was. Stops? I don't know, something. But yeah, he's he dude's a chameleon, which you'll probably pick later, a chameleon. <laughs> <laughs> he got killed in Goodfellas because he got laid instead of taking yeah, got, the getaway yeah, car back. He forgot to ditch oh, the van. Right, right. Yeah. He went and took his money and uh, had premarital sex, which is probably the main reason he got killed, because... I didn't it. see a wedding ring on that dead man's finger. <laughs> he works so much. Yeah. He really does. Yeah. He's not one of those one for me, one for them. He's just like one movie, for, movie, yeah, movie, yeah, yeah, movie. Yeah. Everything for everybody. Yeah. And he does commercials and has probably some of the most gritty dialogue on that, in the movies. That like, is true. 
Yeah, he separated cra- himself from his characters somehow. Because he talks some gnarly shit in movies. Yeah. yeah, and then he's out there like Capital One. His, <laughs> yeah, one. his Capital One ads feel like an attack. They feel like an assault <laughs> yeah. on your like financial stability. Like, what are you doing with yourself that you don't have a Capital One card? I'm like, I just, I just don't. <laughs> I'm living my life over here. Sorry. I just don't have one. I'm I don't have sorry. A, I don't have a leather Kangol either. Yeah. Come over here uh, next. Trying to live my life over here, Sam. A, a, a cornucopia of leather Kangols. Yeah. Did I use cornucopia right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, Ooh. it depends. If you, if bunch of colors. If you th- a cornucopia. It's one of those little a, cones. Uh, it's a cone. It's they a yeah, with wicker colors. Like a wicker cone. Yeah. Popular. <laughs> you, seen in a lot of still lives. Use it, right? A lot of still stuff lives. Some, no, you stuff some leaves in there. Different yeah. colors. Give it I a thought a cornucopia meant like the spectrum of colors. No, that's like no, spectrum. that's a chrome, chrome, <laughs> chromacopia, chromacopia. Something, it's uh, yeah, something chrome. Chromutopia. Let's, let's move on. I don't want to focus on my lack of education. Chromutopia of cornucopias, which is like a grip of different color cornucopias. <laughs> my un- my uncle Mark wears Kangol hats. Does he? Is if you just take a stab, he's not an older black man. Does he wear bowling shirts too? What's his? What does he pair it with? There's a lot of different ways you can wear a Kangol. Pa- you know, I never took notice because I get so caught up on the Kangol. But yeah, yeah he'll wear a Kangol. To like our family Christmas, and I'm from South Dakota. He'll wear a family, uh, Kangol to our family Christmas. People think, yeah, is it a red, like a red? Is it the bucket velvet? Or like the the backwards Sam Jackson? Oh, the backwards, like how Sam Jackson does it. I tried to do that as a little fat kid. I did too. (laughs) You really? I gave it, I gave it a whirl. Didn't work out. You guys both did backwards Kangols. Yeah, backwards, frontwards. I tried it everywhere. You tried it everywhere I could. No angle worked. I didn't even know where to get a Kangol when I was a kid. Adult. Grown man stores, <laughs> but, <laughs> but you sometimes will s- you'll sometimes see people with the baseball kangol, where it's just like a regular baseball hat with the kangaroo. Oh kangle. yeah, that's weird, and that's do. a real weird move. Those are, they always look it's like they're shaped set. wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they look they look like you bought them like like at a market that you weren't sure about. You're like, this is really kangol, and they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> they're just sent directly to Ross. Yeah. There's no. <laughs> There's no first tier market. It's just straight to the secondary market. <laughs> the bills are creased really interesting, like uh-huh. a house, like a just a triangle house. You know who's the secret Kangol guy is Billy Crystal. Oh, oh yeah. you see Billy Crystal in a Kangol every now and then. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. It's weird. You're just airing his laundry it's out here. It's part of but... his whole I love Billy Crystal, but it's like part of his whole like I'm a jazz guy. Yeah. I don't like that. <laughs> Yeah, I could see that. Maybe Robert De Niro has a Kangol. Oh, Robert De Niro like, definitely. But Robert De Niro deserves a Kangol. Yeah, because he mostly bag. sleeps with black women. Yeah, I think. yeah, he does. You know, so I think I think he's really. I mean, David, David, this is it feels like a David Bowie thing to say, but he's really living that life. <laughs> right? You know, friend of the pod, friend of the, friend of the, of the pod. pod. He's about that Kangol life. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he's about. The- Samuel Jackson is also about that Kangol life. Yep. Excellent pick. He's really you Thank can really you. move him anywhere. Yeah, comedy, yeah. drama, he does it kind all. Kind of a Dion branch. <laughs> yes. You know, but like better. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, Dion branch reference in honor of Mike Malloy's first visit to all fans. Oh, yes, every... and my my love of the Patriots. <laughs> you love the Patriots. Oh, yeah. Dion <laughs> branch. from him so deeply still. Uh, speaking of Mike Malloy, you have the next pick. It I do. It is time for your first pick. I'm going with... Viola Davis. Wow. Viola Davis. Is she like the kingpin? She she yeah she's the leader of the gang. That's yeah, like, uh, that. yeah she's like just, a strong female like yeah strong yeah. female lead and uh, she's just coming back from jail. She's just coming back from jail. She got set up for murder. Whoa! Did she do it? <gasps> no. Okay, but you she know has who, killed you know people. Who did do it? Huh. The rival gang. Whoa! Okay. I bet we're and they killed. That we might have some of those members coming up. Huh. You're gonna have to wait to find. Out. <laughs> oh my god! I'm 
Viola Davis <clears throat> does seem like you wouldn't want to get on the wrong side of her. No, oh, she's a she's a bossy lady, and she's I a like tu- it. She's a tough cookie. She mm. seems like she would have you killed, but then go straight to church and repent. And like, yeah, you know, and she's, she's good. Well, it's are clean. She's at church while the murders happen. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> You she's not bloodying I mean? her yeah. own hands. She's got minions. She's not checking her phone. The way she knows the murder happened is one of the candles went out. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> one of the ushers just comes and blows it out. Yeah. That's how she knows. Or the priest comes over like, hey, they killed that guy. <laughs> no the... subtlety. No subtlety in this movie. Well, hold on, hold on. Hold on. He's... Yuck. He's dead. <laughs> His Motorola two-way goes off and he's like, well. <laughs> the mass, the mass, uh, proje- what? Jesus. Excuse me? Bridges of Madison County? No, no. I was trying to think of like, when. (laughs) what's the word for when the mass comes into the church? The procession? The procession? Yeah, that's probably They would stop and tell you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The main priest would stop everybody. Yeah. Hey, they killed that guy. (laughs) Yeah, she's a solid pick. She is... When I watch her act, it makes me think, yeah, this is super hard what actors do. Because when you're a kid, or even starting as a young comic... I don't know if you guys all thought this way, but I remember thinking like I could I could be an actor. Oh, oh yeah, that shit. And then you get you start auditioning every now and again, and you're like, this is the hardest thing in the world. When someone's like, all right, give me sad, and you're like, I got the, I got the one look. Yeah, <laughs> and it's however I'm currently feeling <laughs> is my look. She went to uh, she went to Juilliard, yeah. really, and she's an Academy Award winner. Exactly, which I don't think Samuel L. Jackson is. No. Did she just get it? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, for yeah, fences, right? God, I watched. Yeah, yeah. She should have gotten it for the help. Fences. I never saw the help. Oh. Yeah. It's because you're a racist. Part of the problem. I watched Fences twice. Yeah. <laughs> to, Fences make up, was to make so, up for all your misgivings. Fences were, <laughs> it was so good. She murders that movie. Uh, Yeah, I like I like Viola. I like Viola Day. I haven't seen the How to Get Away with Murder show, but I bet I would love it. I bet. I could see a whole weekend disappearing. <laughs> <laughs> how to you get away with my, ones? How to get away with my weekend. Were you what so, oh, <laughs> what are you, a comedian? One of those weekends where you like at ten at like ten a.m. you sit on the couch, uh-huh. you haven't showered, and then all of a sudden it's ten p.m. and you're like, I'm gross, <laughs> you know, because you've just watched that many episodes of How to Get Away. Sometimes with it just happens. I was so stoked the other day. I picked Dean up from the airport, and we get back to the house, and he's like, "Well, movie." I'm like, yeah, let's a, mor- it, a morning movie. Just watched a morning movie. It was tight. We watched could, uh, Win It All. Yeah, it was really good. Jake Johnson's fantastic. Jake Johnson. But I could see that. Like, if that was a show, like if that would have been like a ten part series or oh, something. Yeah. Then there's the whole day. Yeah, lock me in. Just one of those, your tongue hurts because you ate too much salty food. <laughs> you like crack, you ate a whole bag of pistachios yeah, and you many, cracked them with your teeth. Too many too apricot lazy. ropes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Viola Davis, man. Uh, excellent, excellent pick, Viola Davis. Yeah, starting off with the I, queen. I like where this is going. I like, mm-hmm. that you, I like that you set up your movie, too. Good strategy. It is time for my first pick. Okay. And there's only one man I can pick. Who is that? If I'm be? making a mom movie. <laughs> Jason Statham. <laughs> He's right right here on my list. Had to take Jason Statham. He's right. He was going to be the only person that I've drafted twice. Yeah. Now it. he's a per- Wait, have I drafted him before? No, no. no. I took oh, him for my entourage. entourage. Yeah. That's right. Well, he's in my mob movie, bro. <laughs> so we're going to need him for like eight eight weeks. I'll be on set. It's my entourage, so I'm going to be on set making sure that he gets what he needs. Yeah. <laughs> Jason Statham. I fucking... I mean, I've given my Jason Statham theory before. I'm going to restate it very quickly. That's, I don't know if you've given it to Mike. Oh, Mike. Have you heard my Jason Statham theory? <laughs> I have not, but I'm Well, some of the listeners have, but here, here's what it is. They should just call every one of his movies Jason Statham. <laughs> and then the number. Like Dorf? Yeah. Well, yeah. Kind of like Dorf. Yeah. But it's like... When his last movie, the mechanic, not the mechanic, was it the mechanic? Whatever his last movie was that came out, it was like, the mechanic. I was like, no. Yeah. (laughs) You know? 
And like when like Torque, they, like Torque would have just been Jason Statham four. It's it's the same character. It's the same it's dude. At the, it's at the very least. It's like Richard Belzer in all the different things that he's played Munch in. Exactly. Like it's, yeah. Like yeah Van sure, Dammer. you can call this homicide. That's what they should do with these SVU, action movies. But it's Munch. Like the Fast and the Furious movies are great. Like there's they know what it is. Mm-hmm. There's eight of them now. People want to go see it every single time. Right. They kind of know what's going to happen. Even if it's a little different every time. Same with Jason Statham movies. We should be going to see Jason Statham 10. You yeah. know? He's like and an ice cream would, flavor. He's like it doesn't cream. matter what the brand is. It's <laughs> right. always chocolate. It's, yeah. He's <laughs> Tahitian vanilla, no matter where you're getting it from. Oh, what is the Jason Statham ice cream flavor? God. Oh, God. Sh- shut the fuck up before I rip your throat out. <laughs> walnuts. Because he'll with, smash you into a walnut. With razor blades. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, walnuts with razor blades in yeah. it. It's no actual it's ice cream. It's just a bloody tank top. It's just, just a bloody... <laughs> White shoved into a, a, a pint of ice, stuffed <laughs> in a Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> I just love, I love his, I love a British gangster, and Jason Statham is like the perfect, like sort of British gangster, mm-hmm. sort of from that some of those Guy Ritchie vibes. What the fuck happened to Guy Ritchie, by the way? Mm. Fell he, off. He, he did, fell what was the last? Off. What was the last one he did? It he did was some, match was he the did last decent crazy, thing he did. Though. Yeah, but there was something. Um, he just directed. Oh, you know what he's directing is that King, King Arthur, Arthur movie thing, that's coming yeah. out. With uh, with my boy Charlie Hoonan, 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 uh, yeah, yeah, I'll probably, I might. Oh, he did that. The man from long. Uncle, the man from Uncle. That's what it was. Yeah, man. I didn't see it. It was all right. Every you don't have to stay in your lane, <laughs> but it helps. <laughs> but uh, it helps, and like return to your lane every now and then at least, <laughs> or put the signal on before yeah. you turn. Yeah, <coughs> just like let us know every now and then. Dip back into your lane, right? Like Guy Ritchie, go make your King Arthur movie. Go make some weird shit, but every now and then, just give me like a bunch of weird British dudes uh-huh. speaking in slang I don't understand. Yeah, dude, Bricktop? I didn't understand a word Bricktop yeah. said, and I'm like, yeah. Because it's England, the fact that anyone has a gun is impressive, because you can't <laughs> get guns over there. Give me that kind of like Guy Ritchie sort of movie. That I just want another one of those every now and then. Mm-hmm. They could have kept making them. Anyway. So Jason, is he your star? Huh? Is he the star of your movie? Or Jay, you still... This is an ensemble cast. Okay. Thank you for asking. That. Jason Statham... <laughs> Is one member he? So each of the people I'm going to pick uh-huh. are going to be a different mob boss, and this is sort of like a war of, okay. of mob bosses oh, fighting right. each other. Jason Statham is the first one. Okay, all right, like the Thirteen Samurai, but they're all uh, mob bosses. It's, but it's sort of a more of a mob boss situation, right? In Samurais, yeah, exactly. See, I built my one gang, and then a. Uh, an antagonist. So you have to, oh, one gang versus an antagonist. Yes. Well, we'll see. I'm kind of figuring mine out as I go and playing jazz, as they say. Get in there and play jazz. Yeah, I think that's what's happening. All right, cool. Yeah. I just yeah, great. Right. I just got a cool email that says I th- I think I get to vote on the Emmys now. You know what I'm going <laughs> to vote for? How to get away with murder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, all right, Sean Jordan. It is time for your pick. <clears throat> All right, so my first pick, since it seems like we're all going kind of boss boss characters, mm-hmm. my first pick is going to be a one J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons! Like I he, had him on my list, too! He is going to be... Fuck! He's going to be my boss, it. and it's because of Whiplash. He <laughs> showed me in Whiplash yeah. that he's got it in him to play what I need as a mob boss. Sometimes you got to be really likable, and he's got it, but then sometimes... You just have to be a stone cold in, prick. Yeah. In Whiplash, he did it both like 
almost scene Flip-flop. by scene, yeah. Sure. Where you'd be like, oh, okay, I get kind of get this guy, and then you're like, I hate this guy. Like, he's talking to the cops, and he's just Joe Cool. He gives them cookies or whatever, and then right after that, he talks to his right-hand man, who I'm going to draft next, and slaps them or something, Damn. you know? And, like, yeah. Sam Jack does commercial work. <laughs> he does do commercial work. <laughs> Sam Jack. Sammy Jacks. That is weird. That is weird he, that he went from, like, what was that commercial he was in? Like, the uh, Farmer's Insurance yeah. or something like that? State Farm. State Farm. State Farm. Or, Right in a whiplash? Yeah. I mean, you know, that's those are all just fronts for his mob activity. I bet he wishes you would put make a movie like this and put him in it. Because what are his opportunities now? Who, J.K. Simmons? J.K. Simmons. He's doing a lot. Is he doing a lot? He's doing quite Seems a like, I mean... He's in at least two movies a year. He's somebody that I really just became aware of a few years ago. I mean, I knew who he was forever, but just a few years ago, I'm like, this dude is dope. Yeah, he, he put should... in work... Yeah. He should have to always play J. Jonah Jameson anytime they make a Spider-Man movie. <laughs> I don't care who's playing Spider-Man. I don't care who's playing the bad guy. Uh-huh. That and Michael Caine should always play Alfred. Sure. I don't care, you know. <clears throat> yeah. Jeremy Irons was fine, I guess, but fucking <laughs> it should just be him. Nobody's going to care. Nobody's gonna be like, but he played J. Jonah in the other one. Fuck it. He's great at it. He's yeah. amazing yeah. at He's it. Perfect. Yeah, he's perfect. fantastic. Yeah. He they, looks like the comic book character. He like looks exactly like the comic book character. Wouldn't yeah. that be crazy if they did you up and you looked in the mirror and you're like, I look just like that motherfucker. <laughs> That'd be odd to me. I'd want to go walk around and act like I was that guy in the real world. Like not on set. Just like go into a newspaper. Hey, place. are you are, are you fictional <laughs> Where's character? Where's Parker? <laughs> yeah. I don't understand why they feel they need to like recast the stuff that worked. Like with, he, he worked. He oh, worked. Yeah, like, it, worked. like I get Peter Parker's going to age <clears throat> out, but like... I, what's the difference between a 45-year-old man and a 55-year-old man? Just I sure wisdom. can't tell. <laughs> really? Just a little wisdom, that's much. all. It's just going to be just better more at the Robbie Toss. Just a little yeah. more wizened, a little more, he could be a little more sour, bring more to the character. It's crazy, because they do that with superhero movies. It's like they fuck it up, and then they just tear the whole thing up and start from scratch. It's like, no, you nailed a couple parts of it. Yeah. You could keep those couple parts. Sure. And yeah. then then what happens at the end of it, you have the perfect cast yeah. for well, what would be like the ninth Spider-Man. By now yeah. with Spider-Man, we would have nailed it. You know, <laughs> but instead they keep like starting over and it's like, what about a new Aunt May? It's yeah. just, fuck off. Just because Topher Grace didn't knock it out of the park, you right. know, you had to fucking ditch everything. Well, like when Aunt Viv left, they didn't, they weren't like, all right, Uncle Phil, you're out of here too. Yeah, we need everyone a new Uncle is Phil. Out, yeah. Like, we need, we need to reinvent the wheel here. Like, no, <laughs> it's, let's keep it work. Stuck in a new Aunt Viv. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's crazy about J.K. Simmons is someone has sex with him and probably a lot of people in the play stoked mm-hmm. about it but can you imagine having sex and then looking at the face of that other person and it's jk simmons it'd be it'd be a weird one it'd be crazy yeah yeah the next the next day when i turn the lights on <laughs> after i have sex the lights just stay off yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> after sex the first light i like to see on the face is natural sunlight the lights stay off and you listen to mad world from the mm-hmm. donnie darko soundtrack right <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i sit up on the dresser with my legs crossed yeah <laughs> just doing weird stuff <laughs> With a blindfold on, even though it's dark. Uh, J.K. Simmons, and you said you were going to then draft his henchman. And then I'm going to draft the right-hand man. The right-hand man. And it's between two people, and also I had this dude in a different role, Yeah. but I'm kind of feeling like I want him to be the right-hand man. No, I'm going back on it. Well, You you said you were going to play jazz, but now that you have J.K. Simmons, he might slap you if you do it (laughs) wrong. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Are you rushing or are you dragging? Hey, here's a really quick... So you do know the difference. Another fucked up thing. Two, I guess they were both by Damien Chazelle, but like two big jazz movies in three years? Yeah. Weird. It's 2017. Really, he's showing all his cards. Yeah. <laughs> Real early on. It's crazy that he makes such great movies, but he's like the jazz guy. 
<laughs> and nobody likes the jazz guy. Is but he he's a like Kangol. out here doing it. Is he a Kangol guy, maybe? I don't he know. He definitely tried. He might maybe. be turning he's into one. He's definitely tried. Yeah. There's definitely a picture of him in film school kneeling <laughs> next to a camera yeah. with a backwards Kangol, you know, and he's like... He does. He's not that ashamed of it. Sometimes he'll like yeah. leave the book, the yearbook, open to that page when people come over, and he's like, yeah. <laughs> trying to get positive reinforcement for his Kangol. Yeah, oh, yeah if, that if was right before it, I directed Whiplash. Yeah. So you know, if he's not a Kangol guy, it's certainly not due to a lack of effort. Yeah, yeah. it's he just tried. it just hasn't taken. It's he on tried. the way. It's it's tr- he's tried, but he's a stark realist. We saw Whiplash. <laughs> anyway, who are you picking <laughs> as his he- uh, right hand man? So I'm going right hand man is yeah. going to be Idris Elba. Whoa. Ooh. Oh, Zach is oh, upset. Oh, he was on the list. Zach he, is upset. He was on the he list. Is. is it because you're white Idris Elba? Is that why, Zach? Idris. 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 Idris Elba is a perfect henchman and, you know, Stringer Bell from The Wire. Like, he was perfect yeah. as that. Like, that's what I want to see him is like, hey, we need this done. We need it done this way. Could you please go get it done? And he could charm the pants off of anyone. Oh yeah, until he, can play he gets it to the person he, he has to. to kill, and then he kills the person. I feel like the, the, with, with the amount of charisma and just raw magnetism he has, uh-huh. is he, it feels like he's kind of gunning for the number one spot. Too. Yeah, yeah, he'll get there. I mean, J.K.'s old. Yeah, he's he's aging out, and he's Idris is telling him, and who says Idris isn't going to just go ahead and kill him himself? And like that's the fourth what I, installment. I th- yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking too. There's a little too much power in that in that relationship. Yeah. Like yeah, two yeah, alpha yeah. dogs. That's that's going to be a struggle in and of itself. It is, and that'll probably be a whole movie. Yeah, yeah, that'll be taking. Let let him play Bond, though, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Are they? What those rumors have been happening for like five years? Just make it happen. Are it's they perfect. just rumors? Yeah, I think they are rumors. Well, that's... because oh, what's his face? Daniel Craig is coming back for one more because they offered. They're going to pay him like forty million per movie. I you know haven't what? seen it's a single Daniel like Craig Bond movie. They're good. Really? I just I don't, don't like a, an old looking face with an amazing body like that. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't need it. I don't need it in my life. He can do that and just live in the real world. I don't need that James Bond. Yeah. You know? Inverse Andy Milanakis. <laughs> I ran into he ran. I, I saw him Saturday. Andy Milanakis. He came, he was uh, when I was flying for the show. He came by and he was live tweeting or live streaming. He had like a, a rig on. He had I hear a, that. He was very silly. He's like always live streaming stuff. He was at Meltdown. Like. Uh, before the, your show with Doug, like what, when I was Crazy, there, I just him. hanging. I yeah. like Andy Milanakis, but he's turning into a character who gets killed in a Grand Theft Auto mission. <laughs> <laughs> Is, and he's, at, he's live streaming something You know what I mean? Like he's Grand always live streaming something. Yeah. And like, he's on the scooter. They're like, yeah, you have to go kill this dude. He used to be have a show, and now he's trying to live stream everything. <laughs> he was wearing like a neck halo. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> Like, he feels like he's turning into that kind of guy. Like, you're like a little bit of a cartoon of a dude. But fuck it, man. Whatever makes him happy. I yeah. hope he is happy. Blows he got name back. checked in Amigos song. He, he's going to live forever. He's doing all right. He's yeah. doing all right. Now he's immortalized. Yeah. I'm not an Amigos song. No. I should be. Neither is Idris Elba. You should. You really should be. Me of all people. Mike's got a dog named Quavo. Shout out to Quavo. Yeah. Quavo. Oh. best. He's in love that. Quavo. Back at home. Quavo listening, so dope. Listening, I'm sure. Quavo is at the show. Idris Elba's so swole too. That's he a is. He, wa- he, I, he walked by me at the. Uh, he was on the Late Late Show with James Corden, and he walked by, <laughs> yeah. and I was like, "Holy shit, I get it." Yeah, <laughs> one of those people I bet where you see him and you're like, "Man, yeah, what a great what name too." It is a great name, very fitting to it. Is. is, and he's he, even cooler off like off screen than he is on it because he's like British and yeah, sounds yeah. hella cool why and don't tough. they let him play a British kid? that's well, why I mean, he'd be that, so like, good Luth- at Bond Luther was great yeah Luther was cool okay 
Bond is one of those film franchises, like we were talking about, that keeps the parts that work. Yes, yeah, like, it does. The Bond changes, but sometimes they keep. They'll keep an M or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Or well, Q. Isn't the, is based on the like the book, isn't it that the Bond, like the W007 right. is transferable? Like right. it's not That's one guy. That's a theory. It's like, yeah, it's yeah, James Bond is a code name. Yeah. It's like a fun fan theory people have. I like it. I don't, he's just, he's, he's. What Tom Hiddleston was another rumor to play the next James Bond? Mm-hmm. No, you don't need uh, another nerd playing Bond. So skinny. Tom, no, I don't <laughs> ever want to see him again. And by all accounts, he's a ponce. Like, That's what British people say. He's really yuts. Even Pierce he's a Brosnan, dumb, dumb, like, likes him. I was never like Pierce was a tough one, but he's very yeah, but regal. That, he's not like physically intimidating to be like a badass. Like right. I don't know, I just never bought it. No, but he's good in the tux. Not all Bonds <sighs> get shirtless on the beach. Like there's a Pierce few. Brosnan hey man, looks mine like he, do. He'd freak out if he walked through a spider web. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really buy him as a super tough guy, but yeah. He's the kind of guy. In the 90s, it. it made sense. Well, Bond, yeah. Bond in the was... soaked in 1990s. <laughs> well, before C- Daniel Craig, I think Bond was always supposed to be like the dude who used gadgets over toughness. Braun or whatever. Yeah, yeah but like. But that's why I like Daniel Craig is because it's more, you're like, yeah, that guy would have to like be able to kill people with yeah. his hands. Mm-hmm. They weigh on his nuts in like the first movie in a pretty major way. You should watch Daniel it. Craig? Yeah, yeah, the Daniel Craig one. Do they? Yeah. Casino Royale. Casino Royale. I don't remember it. They just wail on it. Ooh. It's hard to watch. It is. Yeah. Because he chooses it. Kind of, mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you know, he doesn't give up the information. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what kind of a bond would you be yeah, if, if you gave just, up the information? Could be, be wrong information. One. You Over don't know. A couple dick oh, punches? Oh, sure. No. The nuts, not the dick. If you punch well, me in the dick, you're getting whatever information you need. They do it like need. a rope with a knot at the end of it, right? Just well, some crazy shit. Yeah. You punch me in the dick they, so they, want, they isolated hurt. the nuts before they punched yeah, you? Yeah, a stool with a oh. hole in it. And it's like ah. a Nordic like, rope. Like, it holds it. ships. Huh. I don't think I've ever seen this. You know it's happened before, you know, because nobody just has, like, oh, oh, well, yeah. Bond's here. Let's build a nut stool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that means these people have... These guys, when people come over, they're like, what is that stool with a hole in it? Eh, oh, yeah, it's this whole it. big thing. Yeah. Well, if you owe me $1,000 for too long, you'll yeah. find out what that How stool is. How long was that yeah, nut they, stool they, sitting there? They, they didn't make a bong out of a soda can. Right, like, exactly. that's been sitting around. That, yeah. that That's a... That's a, a conversation piece. Uh huh. Yeah. They had to go to like a carpenter in the town. They're like, hey, so you make stools, right? Yeah. <laughs> what about there's like a hole, like where where the nuts, you know, would be sort of hypothetically. What would what you if, want that for? What yeah. would you What would you possibly? What if we wanted to dangle a naked man a naked man's nutsack through this mm-hmm. hole? Can you do that? Yeah. Is that something you could do? Yeah. Just a yes or no is fine. No, I'll get out of here. No. Yes. I just want to know if it's possible that I go to another carpenter and have them do it. <laughs> Uh, Idris Elba. Idris Elba, a handsome choice. Handsome choice. It's back on me. What do you got? Sire Benjamin Kingsley. (laughs) All right. Sir Benny Kings. Sir Benny Kings. Who's been, he's been in mobster movies before. He's been in Sexy Beast, so I know he can do it. Yeah, he was in um, Lucky Number 11 too, right? Was Mm -hmm. was that Ben Kingsley or am I wrong? Uh, I don't have like a off the top. No, yeah, well, it's yeah, but yeah, he's he play he'd be a fantastic boss. Let me see. He was also in the famous mob movie Schindler's List. Ah, yeah, yeah. and uh, Gandhi, and Gandhi. Yeah. yeah, the other mob movie. He was in. He's played. He's played like a mobster <laughs> yeah. before. What else? He was in. Like I said, Sexy Beast. Uh, I don't think and, I've ever heard of Sexy Beast. Oh, dude, it's a hell of a good movie. Really? All right. Nutstool. No, there's no nut stool in it. Okay. Then I can watch it. Hard pass. Yeah, he works a lot, too. He was in Lucky Number 11 as the rabbi. He works a lot, too. Yeah, he. I thought so. It was him and Morgan Freeman. They played op- like opposing mob bosses. Oh, uh, yeah. It was oh, really that's good. right. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. That's I shouldn't right. have it. But 
He's just uh he just he can play alongside Ben Kingsley or along uh Jason Statham. He can play just sort of that like intense, scary British dude yep. who talks real slow and is slowly dunking a bag of tea into a <laughs> cup as he tells you how he's gonna murder you. Uh-huh. And that's just very scary to me. And like you're in the room and he's telling you how he's gonna murder you. Yeah. But you're not tied up or anything. You're uh-huh. actually free to go, but the, you know, you know that you're not really free to go. Is that how it's gonna be, mate? You know? <laughs> Say some shit like that. You're just sitting there and he's like giving you choices and you're like, Well, none of those choices. I don't want any of those. Your actors are gonna be very comfortable because they get to use their natural accents. Oh yeah. There's no yeah, you don't have, they're not gonna have to act too hard. <laughs> there is I mean, I'm just gonna need Jason to do push push ups in between uh-huh. takes. Jason. Yeah, Do and Sir Ben Kingsley's just gonna have to have like a closet full of cravats that he goes back to every now and then. <laughs> do you think like he's gonna off- do a lot of cravat acting? Offset is uh, Jason Statham gonna be asking Sir Ben Kingsley how he himself could get knighted? Yeah, all right, all right, Ben, Sam, break a damn for me, mate. Ben, I'd like to be a knight. Ben, <laughs> <laughs> hey Ben, Ben, I've done everything. <laughs> I've done everything I can to become a knight. How I've many learned- more cranks? I've learned Krav Maga. How many push with the frogmen? Frogman. Uh, I just, I just love it. I love a scary British shoot, and I love Sir Sir Ben Kingsley. <laughs> like that, you have not once messed up and just called him Ben Kingsley. You've called him Sir Ben Kingsley. Well, he's every a sir. Time. I'm gonna put that. I'm gonna put some respect on his name. <laughs> yeah. He earned it. By the way, if I was a sir and people called me anything but sir, uh-huh. I would be so heated. I think that's, that's why big... they give you a sword to stab people who don't call you sir. Uh huh. Just yeah. like fucking sir. Next time, the fact that there's no American equivalent equivalent of being knighted is is part of the reason it's, things aren't going well it's for us. Fucked I up. Think. I have I have a stand up bit about that very thing. Ah, well. where I think we should, and you stole it just now. No, I didn't. Now the podcast <laughs> is one of those East I Coast see, style. I, I, well, the closest thing we have, come on the, the closest things. thing we have, is getting like the 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 Kango. If you if you if the the, if the black ladies you love have, you, you get the you get the Kango. You but just that's have to it. earn a Kango. Yeah. yeah, that's it. That's the closest <laughs> that, thing we that's got. Our trashy version of getting knighted is like, yeah, here's your Kango, all done. Kango, here. Go ahead and wear that out in public wherever you want. (laughs) (laughs) If Angela Bassett gave me a Kango, I wouldn't. I couldn't wear it. I'd never stop wearing it. I'll never be able to. to It would be purple velvet, probably. I guess you have Kentucky Colonels, which is kind of something like that. But we definitely need it, you know. And you know what we should do. Is just take the sirs and, and dames and lords and ladies and shit because mm-hmm. it would piss England off. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> They'd be like, you can't, but you can't, but you're not. And like, you, well, you came up with it. Yours yeah. is just older. Now we're doing it too. Fuck you. You know? But our famous people's names aren't, they don't go with like Sir James Franco. Sir doesn't Sha- roll off Sir the tongue. Sir Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Inside the NBA with Kenny the Jet Smith, Sir Charles Barkley, and Lord Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> Which Shaq, I think, is the only person doing more commercials than Samuel L. Jackson. Oh at this my point. God! I Jackson saw everything right does now. trashy back commercials. Back-to-back back commercials today. I saw him in a commercial for TNT, uh-huh. then the General, which led into I- Icy Hot Backspot. As like those General commercials, they look so fucking he, budget. He has to be in a lot of commercials because he probably breaks every chair he sits. He has to pay for. It. Oh sorry, you he's got to pay for the whole commercial, oh, and he sorry. didn't net anything. Oh sorry, those the General commercials are trashy on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. That's like, uh, they're like their thing. They're like, oh, national spot, but it looks like shit. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> it does. Yeah. But it makes somebody trashy like me be like, I could probably afford that shitty car insurance. Thing. Right. It's like if a I get duck dynasty with a bunch of rich car. guys yeah. who made themselves like be shitty so people would pay attention. Their worst yeah. sin? Stolen valor. I don't think that guy's a real general. No. <laughs> Stolen valor. <laughs> <laughs> it's way too short. He would have been. It he out. never would have served. He, he, he yeah. did. He's yeah. not getting past the first. You think they're sending a three foot guy to Korea? Absolutely no not. They're not sending him out there. No, no. way. No. Noi. One minute. Noi. 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 All right. Noi. Mike Malloy, it is time so. for your second pick on the heels of my amazing Sir Ben Kingsley pick. All righty. Well, I am going with Janelle Monet. Ooh. Whoa. <laughs> she yeah. was not going to be on mine. You're right. I had a hunch. She uh, is yeah. dope, though. She is. She's a very good actress, and she will be playing Viola Davis's daughter in the movie, sure. who's oh. also that makes a member of the gang. Sense. What were they? What was Janelle Monae just in that the uh, hidden figures? No, uh, Moonlight. Moonlight. Yeah. Or well, yeah, she was in that too. Was but she like in that, hidden figures? Okay. Yeah, wasn't she? I didn't see it. I just know she was in one of the Oscar movies. She was in Moonlight, which I saw, which was yeah. was great. Uh, but yeah, good lady. Glad to add her. Yeah, to the, she was uh, in hidden. She was in. Wait, she wasn't hidden figures. And Moonlight. Yeah, she was. Okay. In it. And Rio too. <laughs> I like him versatile, Monet. and she's a fantastic singer. Yeah, she, she can sing. contribute to the uh, soundtrack. Yeah, you mm-hmm. never know. There might be a little bit of that in, in there. There might be. Who knows? Maybe this is a musical mob movie. You never know. Yeah, or she's trying to. She doesn't want to go into like she doesn't want to follow her in her mom's footsteps. So she's like trying to moonlight but, as like a. But a the game, singer. the game brings moonlight. her back in. But the game is very attractive. Yeah. So oh, the game is in it too. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the 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 game. Oh, the game. The, the rapper. Game. I get it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> He's a G, G unit briefly. I'm with you guys. Every step yeah, yeah, of the way. Red Nation, you know? Yeah, yeah the game. Yeah, the no, game. it's an attractive life, the game. Yeah. The red. Yeah. It, it keeps he does ca- have an attractive keeps, life. It keeps I think calling he's rich. Me. Yeah. That face tattoo is weird, He seems though. like one of those sneaky rich guys who's probably worth millions of dollars. I think dollars, he is and you're sneaky like, rich. The yeah. game? Yeah. How are you worth that much? That's frustrating to me. Janelle Monet, man, she's like a cool robot. <laughs> <laughs> she has her... Her hair is perfect. She's perfect. Her teeth are perfect. Like if you her just foot look, stance, perfect. She just seems like a very perfect person. Like yeah. you just photos of her and you're like, fucking, there's nothing wrong with this girl. Mm-hmm. Not that all ask that, you know, not that that's it. They're, what's inside too? Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure she's a great person. That's nice. Can't see that from a photograph no, though. That's you know nice. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ian had his pants off when he said that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Janelle Monet, yes, she is showing now that she can act. She, like, yeah. And she just did blow up in these two movies. Like, she wasn't really in much. I, I heard about her in that song with Fun, We Are Young. Oh, yeah. That came out, like, three years ago. Oh, yeah. That was the first time I ever heard of her. And really didn't hear shit after that. She was in some Pepsi commercials, maybe? She, and then yeah. Had She's like an a, amazing dancer. A banner year this year. Is she really? Yeah. Fantastic. She's, like, one of those crazy, like, like you can't believe what you're seeing is happening <laughs> dancers. <laughs> I like what, that. That's which is there's a huge gulf between a good dancer and a bad dancer. What do you think is there a bigger gulf be a between dancer. a good dancer and a bad dancer, or a good singer and a bad singer? Uh, bad singer. Well, yeah, you can kind of get by on effort with dancing, I guess. I can't. But I there's mean, also like I feel no, like uh, you can get by with just sheer talent on the singing front, right? Without like tr- like dancing, you probably have to be 
be in the uh, in the in the in the workshop testing that out yeah, every so sure. often. Like there's no dancing equivalent to Bob Dylan. Yeah. Right, or Joe Cocker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. true. Like you can't <laughs> I think Although that, Joe Cocker is kind of actually singers are drunk. I think Joe Cocker is the dancing equivalent to the singer Joe Cocker, actually. <laughs> Big Joe Cocker this is the uh, all fantasy having the Joe Cocker podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that is a really good point. Like if you're a shitty dance, like a really bad dancer, nobody looks at you like, no, you're just original. What about like, like a no, big you're... fat guy who can crump? <laughs> That's love like it. not, yeah. Like that I guy in the too. new Sprite commercial? I think uh, you're maybe. a good, yeah, I mean, I don't know, like technically I don't know what separates a good dancer from a bad, but if it just looks like you're having fun with what you're doing, I will yeah. call you a good dancer. Yeah. I am a ter- I'm a terrible dancer. Well, I look like I'm having fun most of the time when I'm dancing, but I'm not a good dancer. I mean, that's just, there's no way around it. Nothing funny about it. You'll notice nobody's laughing. Yeah. You would not think I'm a good dancer. So this is just the serious portion of the podcast. <laughs> okay. So you were wrong. Does that feel good? <laughs> I disagree. I think you are a great dancer. <laughs> you thought Sight I, unseen. After I did that Molly Actually, last year. <laughs> you do a lot of, you stare at the roof, Oof. you stare at the ceiling, and then you kind of do the, like the dog paws oh, with your hands, true, like yeah. the up and down. I stare at the ceiling and I scream, why? As loud as I can. <laughs> And I try to fly. Is Sean on the roof again? Yeah. Come back! Just screaming Jessica? Spe- speaking of, speaking of Molly, I had, a, I had a bad time last week. Did you? What? what? Dancing? What did, what you yeah. do, where did you do it? Because me, and, last... me and Liz uh, decided to try it. And, yeah. uh, about... Just to go dancing? No, just we. her sister made a little oh, rave. Oh, Molly. Yeah, yeah, I heard yeah. you wrong. Okay, oh, yeah, yeah no, because you mentioned that. Uh, yeah, her sister made a rave cave for us, just the three of us. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. about an hour after doing three and a half of them. I was just going to say, personally, tell Ian how many what you did. You? Personally, dog, what are you doing? Isn't that crazy? Why would you do that? <laughs> he told me that, and I lost my shit. Well, it was, okay, so I had done two at that point. I ended, I, 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 I ended, up, I ended up doing, <laughs> doing three and a half. It didn't, so, like... An hour and a half in, it hit Liz, and it didn't hit me, and yeah. she was karate chopping the wind, and I made fun of her. Nice. And within five minutes, I threw up <laughs> on Buddha. You could have died. That's too much There modeling. was a statue of Buddha. So within five minutes of me making fun of her, yeah. I literally vomited on the embodiment of karma. <laughs> <laughs> and then I took a 40-minute shower at various temperatures. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to sweat it out with the door open, talking to talking to everybody who who was there, just letting them know I'm I'm good. And then yeah, I, I still did three and a half, <laughs> and then I did another, I and I did another one and a half. Oh, How do you even do a half a molly? That's and then crazy. I called my friend and demanded he put his baby on the phone. I had some things to say to that baby. <laughs> did you change that baby's life? I think I did. You didn't tell me that. I told. I told. I put that the baby, baby on the right path. I think Idris Elba. That yeah. Baby. <laughs> he got so stoned on Molly that he traveled through time. Yeah. Hi. You didn't get stoned. That's. I did one Molly last year, and I wrecked. It wrecked me for eighteen hours or something like that. Like three and a half. I was fine after. Like that I threw. I, the, the second time I threw up, I pulled the trigger. It was not. It was not. It was self-induced, but kids don't do definitely three and a half Molly. Yeah, only do like two and a half. Yeah, or yeah, <laughs> so much. Or just take a dancing class. You know? And go do it. Go do it at like a party. Well, yeah. Next time. Never heard of this Molly Cave stuff. Because even like that other time we did, we were at like a house party. Even that was a little too, a little casual, too real, in my opinion. <laughs> There's probably people out there doing Molly and like going grocery shopping. And oh shit. yeah, going doing Molly, going to work, little <laughs> microdosing type shit. Can you do that with a little Molly? Molly in the morning? Yeah. It's a radio show. Drop a yeah. little in the, Molly in the in morning. The coffee. <laughs> mm. 
This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, wow. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm -hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. Now it's allergy season. I'm not surprising anybody by saying that. And your boy gets hit extremely hard when it comes to the allergies. I get stuffy nose. Feels like I got two blocks of cheese hanging out under my eyes. And then if I try to blow my nose, it just feels like I backed it all up into my brain. Luckily, for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. It is designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better, which is key. I try to like blow my nose before I go to bed at night, and it just feels like I... I got a, like a bunch of five o'clock traffic sitting in my brain. There's, there's like no way out. And with Claritin D, it just helps everything. It helps grease the wheels, helps loosen everything up so I can get it out. I can sleep well. I don't have a raspy voice all the time. It's just a very beneficial thing, especially if you use your voice for anything like talking or eating, or if you want to use your head for thinking, anything like that. Claritin D has got you ready to live life as if you don't have allergies. It is time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, listen, we all have things that stress us out. If you don't, then hit me in the DMs. Let me know your secret. I have been trying my whole life to figure out what to do about that. We keep them bottled up. You know, it starts to affect you negatively. I don't care who you are. It just does. You take it out on people. Uh, you know, you, one, one day it's like the dishes are piling up or whatever. And then you're having, a, you're having a fight over parking space. It just, they bottle up and they come out in negative ways. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest. You can figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Everybody has things that bother them. It could be your best friend in the world. It could be your partner. There's always stuff. That's just human nature. And you don't want to bottle it up. You want to tell people. Sometimes you don't want to tell the person because it doesn't really matter that much, you know, but you want to tell someone. You want to feel like you've been heard. I live in the world. I get how it is. 
and telling someone it's always the best. What do you, you know what I mean? You call your best friend, you vent a little bit. You had a rough day at work, you vent. That's what therapy is. It's just somebody who lets you vent and they don't need to vent themselves. Come on, it's perfect. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It is done entirely online, like a ton of things these days. It's extremely convenient. You don't got to get up. You don't got to go to the office. You don't got to sit in traffic. You just sit there on the laptop. It's convenient for you. It's flexible. We all got different schedules. You know, you're working nights. They want to work with you. They can help you out. They suit to your schedule. You just go out, you fill out a brief questionnaire. Uh, You get matched with a licensed therapist. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Sometimes you don't get the right fit right away. They want it to work just as bad as you want it to work. So give it a try. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash allfantasy today to get 10% off of your first month. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash allfantasy. Uh, Janelle Monet. Janelle Monet. Janelle Monet, Zach Toscani, it's time for your second pick. Okay, with my second pick, I'm yeah. gonna I'm starting to I'm starting to create the narrative in my head. So now I need like I need because I have back to back picks, so I'm not really you know I'm no one's gonna it's steal a serpentine this pick. Draft. It's gonna be a married couple divorced, and now they created they have their own militias. Oh what? Yeah, yeah. So like a divorced couple, their own gangs. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, kind of like War of the Roses if it was an actual war. Oh, sure. I get it. Uh, so I'm going to be drafting the husband, yeah. Mel Brooks. What? As the heavy. Whoa! Yes. 90-year-old Mel Brooks. Wow! 90-year-old yes. Melvin Brooks. That is an excellent pick. Thank you. That's crazy. Yes. In a dramatic kind of role? In a dramatic role. He's funny, though, too. Yes. Yeah. Oh, he, he can't, can't be funny. Be. It can be funny, sinister, like a little Joe Pesci Goodfellas. Yeah. Where you're like, you kind of laugh, but you're like, so, this guy terrifies me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised nobody tried to do that with Mel Brooks. Yeah. He comedic actors, I think, are always great when they do dramatic, like first out of the yeah. gate. Because they've been wanting to do it forever. They've been they've all they've been doing is comedic stuff. And they're like, I want to be a tough guy. Right. Who's the first guy who m- made that leap? Was it Bill Murray? Jim Carrey, maybe. What? I think Bill Murray's before yeah. Jim Carrey. Mad though, Dog right? and Glory. You mean? Like who who made the like I'm a comedic actor, but now I'm gonna go do some serious roles. Oh yeah. Well, uh fucking we were just looking um Michael Keaton did clean and sober. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Michael yeah. Keaton went there. That was a stand. That was a pretty gnarly one. Bruce Willis was like a romantic. He was a stand up. Well, no, he was a rom com like, actor. Oh, he was a yeah. Struck. But yeah, Keaton was a stand up before yeah. he. He's still got his name on the comedy store, but not yeah. Buster Keaton. Yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't go back that far. <laughs> yeah, that is a good call. Though. I mean, imagine how fun that would be if you've been doing like wacky shit your whole career. Someone's like. I'm thinking of Joe Pesci, but someone's like, hey, you want to be like the tough guy in yeah. this movie? And he's like, yeah. And he's Can getting... I, I don't have to stand on an Apple box or anything? Like, we're going to do shots with my whole body in it? Yes, I'd love to. He's <laughs> getting the uh, uh, Godfather uh, Marlon Brando treatment. Oh, yeah. Like, we will shoot wherever <laughs> he wants to. Like, remember that movie he did with uh, Edward Norton? The where score. Where yeah, he was uh, just in Variant, where yeah. it's just like, I'm just going to be sitting in this location. He wouldn't stand up, and they have one scene where he was walking, and you could tell it was a bummer. Late Marlon Brando is crazy because, like, every impulse you're like, you shouldn't do that. It's not healthy. He blew right past yeah. every one of those stop signs in his later year. He, he, got a McDonald's, he got a McDonald's in his backyard. Oh, my huh. God. What'd you say? He he got a McDonald's in his backyard. Like, he set up a McDonald's and just really ate McDonald's all the time. He That's... just, like, flew. He, he fathered children in Polynesia or some, something. He <laughs> just ate everything he wanted. That's, I mean, or you know, he, he was living. 
<laughs> and it's it, yeah, it feels that tragic like it just suck. because of how he started. Because he was like the heart, young hot yeah. heartthrob. Wouldn't that be crazy if that happened to Ryan Gosling? Because he was just some big fat guy <laughs> oh. later on. Just some big fat wow. Ryan Gosling. That's just not a comfortable life. Like, to, I wouldn't want to, if I could, I wouldn't want to eat McDonald's every day. Because yeah. it just would, you'd feel. I feel like bad. the chances of those those kind of stories happening are like rarer now because yeah. there's like somebody there that's slapping McDonald's out of Ryan Gosling's hand. <laughs> Ryan, no. But who's the candidate <clears throat> for that? You know who I could see getting <clears throat> fat? I may have said this on this podcast before even. Jason oh. Statham? Channing Tatum. <laughs> oh, he lo- he he looks like it's right I, there. I think he's going to be a big fat guy. Yeah. Vince Vaughn getting there. He yeah. used to be yeah, a, he's getting a little jolly. dude, but Vince is getting like He's going back and forth. He looks like a he looks like like uh, drug abuse fat he's pretty much all fourth now he's not yeah. going back a lot like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. he every now and again he could cut weight for his stuff but now you're like no you're pretty much where you're at yeah. and it seems to be getting more so yeah my my bet is channing tatum yeah i could see god just 50 year old channing tatum yeah just not looking amazing Ugh. just making that noise <laughs> Strong to get out of bed <laughs> all right channing what are you doing I all was right thinking about going to the bathroom but <sighs> no, i'm not gonna I'm just going to keep laying here. When he does go to the bathroom, he's in there for 45 minutes at least. Yeah, yeah. Razor blades coming out. A lot of stuff going on with you. I'll, just, I'll just pick one of the Hemsworths. What, which <laughs> one? I just, go, just one of them. One of them's got to go. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I think one of them. The least successful one. It's the Daniel Baldwin theory. Yeah. But they're all fairly successful, aren't they? The third I guess ones, I couldn't name all three of them, so probably not. Like, we'd all be happy to have the third one's career, but <laughs> yeah. I don't know if he is. Yeah. You know Chris what I mean? and Liam, and who's the third one? That's uh, I guess that's he the was the one in Mission or uh, uh, Independence Day, right? It's Chris Hemsworth. Oh, <coughs> still not gonna happen. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there was one in the West World. He'll probably chunk up. Luke. Oh, I did know that. Luke Hemsworth. Luke Hemsworth. Yeah. God, what a Hemsworth isn't a name that leads itself to uh, not being in shape, though. <laughs> Sounds like you should be in shape when your last name is Hemsworth. I don't know. I think <laughs> I think you if you have three brother, if you have two other brothers and they're bigger movie stars than you, you're gonna. You know, you've got, got some demons go. to take care of. There's like parties your brothers get invited to that you don't. <laughs> what a weird dynamic. He's standing outside. Luke, huh? Like, I can't do an Australian <laughs> accent. Luke, it's dope in here. Yeah, I can't do it either. Yeah. He's just going to hang out with like Andrew Andrew Wilson. Oh, I know. It's dope in here. <laughs> a little bit. Is that Liam Hemsworth over there? Yeah. Oh, no, it's just Ian. <laughs> I thought I Liam Hemsworth is here. Oh, for it's a dope in here. <laughs> Fuck. I can't. Molly. No, 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 no. Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks playing an old mobster. Yeah, divorced from, divorced from Angela Lansbury. Whoa! Oh. Yes. Whoa! Yes. Whoa! Is she, so is she not dead? No. She is not dead. Yeah. I mean, well, you know, her. you can have dead. You, you so can... I'm, ha- I'm kind of feeling like it's going to be a multi generational, like kind of a battle. Your movie is doing that thing that they're doing now in Hollywood where they're like, they know baby boomers are getting old, so they're making all these, like, old-ass baby boomer movies. Yes. Like, The Bucket List was, like, one of the first ones. Yeah, Last Vegas. Red, wasn't that red where it, yeah. had the, it was, like, the, it was, yeah, like old re- people yeah. expendables? Well, there's the one mm-hmm. now with Morgan Freeman and Alan Arkin. Yeah. And, I don't know, they, like, like, do a bank heist or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I, there will be some younger generations, but I'm just, you know, kind of solidifying the the... <laughs> 75 and older crowd. Where's Angela Lansbury been? I do not know. Bed knobs and broomsticks was my shit when I was younger. Dude, Murder, She Wrote all day. Yeah, Murder, She Wrote's awesome. Uh, Mrs. Pot. Yeah. Pots? Pots. Pots. Fantastic. Yeah. Absolutely She should fantastic. be knighted. 
I don't even. She should, sir. Yeah. Angela Lansbury. <laughs> yeah. Are we ready for it, sire? Can a woman be knighted? Angela. What's the equivalent <clears throat> of a woman L- being knighted? Lady. Yeah. Well, uh, like dame. Yeah, yeah, okay. Judy yeah like Judy yeah. Dench. Yeah. Oh, that's the that's she the equivalent a of a dame. That's the equivalent of being knighted. Yeah. Sounds yeah. so much worse. It sounds derogatory. Almost. Yeah, it yeah. does. Right. That, yeah. I think it's because it was literally turned into a derogatory term. These dames over here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know. They, these, what, these, I don't, I don't these, think they, I don't think they were like, "Hey, what's women. a what's a shitty word we could call these people we're honoring?" <laughs> these uh, how, dames. Ah, how about we we broad these broads? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey King, bad news. The chickens the chickens are clucking and they want to have a title too. What should we call them? They're out of the hen house, boss. I got an idea. What do we call these dames? What they is? Let's call a spade a spade and a dame a dame. Why are, why are these these lords from Chicago now? <laughs> <laughs> this was the back in the fifties. That's how everyone talked. Oh, everybody talked <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. We were all so jubilant after the defeat of the Nazis. Hey, World what are you apples at? Huh? Apples? You got apples hey. in this grocery store? Yeah. Oh Jesus. Yeah, she's a dame. Dame <laughs> Angela Bridget Lansbury. Yeah, okay. she should be. So, who would our dames be? Like Dame Scarlett Joe? Uh, no. Well, we need some older ladies. It would be like Dame. Uh, we'd have like Dame Aretha Franklin. Yeah. Oh, who's that? Dame Jessica Lang? Dame Jessica Lang. Oh, sure. yeah. that's just a dope name. What is Dame Jessica Lang? Yeah. That is a good idea. Dame Michelle Obama. <laughs> Dame you know? Susan Sarandon. Yeah. Michelle, oh, Suzanne Sarandon, the man sure. Santan. That girl. That's my gal. Angela Lansbury. Yeah. She she shows. Oh, oh, no, she doesn't. She was in Mrs. Popper, Mr. Popper's Penguins. <laughs> she was in Nanny McPhee. <laughs> Ooh, so she was on an SVU episode see? back in 05. Yeah. She's got the background for it. What was she doing? How old How old is she? Old Dame Angela Bridget Lansbury. Under her age, it says old as hell. <laughs> it's just dusty on she the IMDb She was born page. in 1925. Dame. So yeah, she's in her 90s, 92. Yeah. Just a couple of 90-year-olds. That is gnarly. Just I love the idea of her and Mel shit. Brooks just going at each other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Still. I mean, when did they get divorced? They when got they divorced like uh, in their 50s. So they've been divorced longer than most successful it's marriages. Been, she, you know, she's like a, like, a, like a tea kettle. It's just been boiling yeah. for some time. She's just been accruing power. Uh-huh. She keeps a close tie with him. He doesn't really know what she's about yeah, to do. Yeah, she's keeping it on she the She knows she's weak right now. Angela Lansbury so time. old that she got divorced in 1946. Wow. Oh, post-war divorce. Yeah. <laughs> Just a little well, history hope, lesson. Hope it wasn't over that. <laughs> Today's episode of All Fantasy Everything is brought to you by Squarespace. Make your next move with Squarespace. Whether you're setting new goals, starting a new business, changing careers, or even launching a creative process, Squarespace can give you a powerful and beautiful online platform for which you can make your next move. Uh, I, I personally use Squarespace for my website, www.iancarmel.com. So you see, it's my name. That's how I figured it out. And it was so easy to have the website made. I didn't do it, but I was in sort of a standing behind the computer supervising position when my ex-girlfriend, who broke my heart, who made me a website and broke my heart and moved back to Oregon, 
She took everything but the website with her. No, she's great. We're, we're, we have a very friendly relationship. But uh, when she was making the website, she may have noticed that Squarespace has a beautiful award-winning designer template they can use. Uh, you know, you can create – you can even make like an online store. They'll walk you through that if you want to sell stuff, like remnants of a failed relationship. You can make a website to sell that. Uh, Squarespace has an easy-to-use all-in-one platform there's nothing to install, patch, or upgrade ever. It takes care of it for you. And if you do run into trouble, which I doubt, you can use Squarespace's award-winning 24-7 customer service support. Again, that's 24-7. 24 weeks a year, 7 hours a day. No, it's available all the time. So <laughs> start your free trial today at squarespace.com and enter offer code ALLFANTASY to get 10% off your first purchase. Come on. You need a website. Go do it. Go to squarespace.com and enter offer code ALLFANTASY to get 10% off your first purchase. Back to the episode. Mike Malloy. I'm up, yes. Uh, let's see here. You have Yola Davis and Janelle are we, What are we doing? Third, third round, right? Third round. Third yeah. round. Okay. So, uh, Zach kicked it off. Tree. So the person that I'm going to be having play the person that took over the gang mm-hmm. while Viola Davis was away in jail, uh-huh, uh-huh. Halle Berry. Oh, Ooh. there we go. Hallelujah. Little volatile, Hallie. little power struggle. Hallie's on my list, and she, I just found out today, she's like, she's 50. Yeah. That's, wow. That's, I didn't, she seems like a constant 34 to me. Yeah, she's been 34 my whole life. Yep. <laughs> 50. She's, she's 50. It's so weird for the, like women, like women that like were sex symbols when we grew up, we just always view them as like the same age but for some she's, reason. Yeah, yeah. I It, it is, she's just... Timeless. Yeah. Timeless beauty, that woman. And an amazing actress. Really yeah. good and good actress. to take over the business while Viola's in jail. Yeah, exactly. Little, yeah, I'll say little, that. A little crazy there, a little instability. Little, but you she's, never know. she's a little nicer, it seems like. Like, she might yeah. let a little more ride, but yeah. then when it needs to go down, she'll, she'll like, drill a hole in your front tooth she'll if break she has an to. She doesn't care. Mm-hmm. She could do a scene while she's taking her earrings off and still be really scary. Yep. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, she wants to stick she's around. She's not taking them off to fight. It's just she's <clears> getting ready, you know, to, you know. She, they've come home from a formal event, uh-huh. but she's taken off her earrings <laughs> while ordering someone's murder. <laughs> I could see Halle Berry pulling that off. I could too. Yeah, definitely. It's well, Halle a, Bizzle. How? Where's she been too? Is it because she's an older lady in Hollywood? <laughs> well, you wonder. That's bullshit. I think she was going through a very ugly divorce for a. She bit. was, yeah, wasn't that, she? That that was dipshit cheated on her. That fucking kept man, Imagine. <laughs> motherfucker. Oh, but um. I think there maybe there's a point where like you hit like she's had enough money and she's an Oscar Oscar winner. Oh yeah. So she had she, that speech, man. She let it go. Oh, that's right. She's that's great. right. She's yeah. the first one. So they like I imagine she just chills out on her own. Like yeah. that's her decision. I doubt Hollywood's like, nah, we don't got anything for Halle Berry right now. Oh, she was a Cloud uh, Atlas. She, she has done some Cloud pretty Atlas bad sucked movies. So bad. Lately. I haven't seen Cloud Atlas. I haven't either, but I've heard. I haven't heard one good thing about it. I think the last movie that she did was produced by the WWF. I'm not kidding. The mo- <laughs> there was a movie that she did where she was like an ambulance or a uh, a 911 operator, and it was oh, very bad. Where yeah, where that's like oh the call. Yeah, yeah the keep call. her on the line, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh-huh. the girl was in the trunk or something. Was it Abigail Breslin? I didn't. See it was it. Abigail yeah, Breslin, and that's the movie where Halle Berry has the worst hair I've ever seen <laughs> her have. Well, she's it's... a 911 operator. <laughs> right. They yeah. sound like people are seeing her hair a lot. Try to make it look real. Ooh, Morris Chestnut. Just like you wearing too. shorts on the podcast. Nobody <laughs> Listen, I'm just trying to be comfortable yeah. over here. Hi, 911. Can you 
Can you just transfer me to an yeah. operator with better hair, please? Yeah, I can just You sound like you have trying. shorts on. I don't think I want to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like somebody who shows up to work with shorts on, so that ain't dink. Uh, I, Mike, I don't want to speak out of turn here, but I'm sensing a theme with your draft. <laughs> what could it be? It's all black ladies. Ah. Yeah. What do you know? I like it. Ah. Yeah. Hallie Bizzle. Has, it's, yeah. Oscar so white. No, could, no could, not this year, bud. You never know. There could be some misdirection. Could be some, uh, some, some little, little razzle dazzle yeah. on the kids' end. I love, I love a little razzle <laughs> dazzle. I could do end. without. Excellent. Uh, <laughs> anything else to say about Halle Berry? She's fantastic. She's great. I, you know, I got nothing bad to say about Halle Berry. I think I might have said this before, but my friend in Swordfish, she has that scene where she is topless. She got paid like. An extra half a million, right? For sure. it or something like that? We're sitting in the movie, and when that scene happened, my friend sitting next to me, he just goes, <gasps> like that. Like, yeah. <laughs> and, and then I was like, is that why we came to this movie? <laughs> just it, I, it was for him. Yeah. I wanted to see Swordfish, but yeah. <laughs> that's He just, <gasps> he was taken aback. And he was like 28, probably, when that <laughs> happened. So he was an older, gasping older gentleman. <laughs> he was an OG. What an innocent time. <laughs> oh, absolutely! The, the nudity in movies period uh-huh. of hit, not just of our lives, but of history. Because it was before the internet, like, where what, you could just early two thousand. Yeah, yeah, in the early O's, he didn't. Ha- he was like the first kid I knew that had the internet. Even so, he was. <laughs> and if he's going, that means the, there was really no porn on the internet. Yeah, so. I remember in middle school, I got busted because I lived in a small town, and I would rent wild things from the movie <laughs> yeah, store yeah, yeah. great threesome scene yes. but it was i think the first sex scene i had ever seen so i thought champagne was more involved oh, with yeah. sex than nor- like i was like <laughs> and then you pour it on her chest yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, as well, you would what's... but i rented it so much and it was like when you'd rent a movie it was like an index card from yeah. like a library so my Boom. parents Boom. went and rented it and saw that i had basically rented <laughs> out for like two months straight <laughs> For Starship Troopers, I remember the first time I saw boobs in a mo- in a movie theater. Oh, the, sure. Yeah. The first parents. The first time I saw older brother. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the first time I saw boobs in a movie theater was, I believe, nineteen ninety four. Uh, my cousin brought me to see Columbus. Oh yeah, not I that anticipating movie. Uh, that there was a, a lot of titties. And I, would, I, think, I think I was about I think I was about eight or nine, and I uh, I got very very uh, very excited about it. I stood up on the chair and and screamed boobs. <laughs> very eight year old me was very hyped. You that screamed what right. everyone else was thinking. Exactly. You know? <laughs> All the grown ups wanted to do it. But exactly. They can't do Conversely, that. Conversely, the first time I saw Mortal Kombat in theaters, I had to leave because Goro was too scary. <laughs> He was, that was actually. He was scary. He was. And I had to go. Because you couldn't tell if it was animatronics oh or CGI. God. It was a scary dude. And I was like, nah, not two hours of this. Oh, it happened boy. early. Well, that that is rich, my friend. That did you is... go to another movie or did you just wait We out? left. I was there with my uh, stepbrother at the time and I was like, we got to go. That is like it. a whole pie from Cheesecake Factory. Is that is rich, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Find new little gems every day about you. you yeah. <laughs> I never knew that. I never knew that. I just try to sprinkle them in every now and then. It then. makes sense. Keep our relationship interesting. It's just something I never would have known. Yeah, I had to leave. <laughs> to get out of here. I don't even remember how old I was. Probably older than you think. I had, the other night you were gone, I had to shut off the trailer for the new movie, for the new It movie. Because oh, yeah. I got too scared. No. I'm 35. I'm terrified of E.T. still. 
I'm really? so I'm so terrible. Like I used to lo- really like ET until I was like three, and apparently I had like a really fucked up dream about him, and like could not stand the sight of him ever oh. again. To the point where like when my parents were like trying to punish me and keep me in my room, they would put the That's VHS so of, of ET outside my fucking door because they knew it was the only thing that would make me behave. Jesus, what? That's harsh. Yeah, I do. And this happened up until like I was like eleven. Mister and Mrs. Malloy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of dreams, I had a fun dream last night. I had a dream. I fell asleep watching the uh, Coachella live stream because Kendrick was performing. You, you were. I knew it. I walked in yeah. and I heard Lord coming out of your room, yeah, and I'm dude. like, no way. Lord's great. I, by the so way. Of course she is, I but it's Lord. not something you'd be listening to in your room no. loud. And I'm like, it's got to be Coachella live. I I had a dream. I had been asked to perform at Coachella, and it was like, <laughs> you've got two hours, and I was like, what song should I sing? <laughs> So I'm like going through in the dream. I'm like, maybe this one. And I forget what I, I think I say, like settled on some Whitney Houston song. Hell but like yeah. that was just a the thing. They were like, Ian, you're like a middlingly uh, successful stand-up comedian. Why don't you perform a song at uh, at, uh, at, at Coachella? <laughs> I will be performing a song at the goddamn Comedy Jam at the Bridgetown Comedy I was, I was Comedy wondering if we could bring that up. Do you have it nailed down yet or do you don't want to say? I don't know what song I'm going to sing. I have to still run it past uh, uh, the people who run it. This it's gonna be a fun weekend. I apologize, so Mike. Drunk. Every yeah, you know, every I minute bet, I that I hang be. out with you is like be. it's like it's like sleeping on a cloud. It's all bliss. I, I agree, boys. And I wish, that I wish you were there. You know, there's too. nothing stopping you from just coming up and hanging out. Ah, uh, that is a good point. We'll see. Yeah. When is it? May, May or June? First week in May. Oh, well, but yeah, we'll see. That would be drop my top to drop drop my third pick. <laughs> Oh yeah, shit. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. We're not just talking. We're, we're not just having fun talking up here. With my third pick, I'm going to take the man, Ed Harris. Oh, yeah. He, see, now I hear you say that, and Ed, I'm like, that's what I was trying to think of all day is shit like that. Last name Harris. Sure. Ed Harris. Harris, comma Ed on his SAT. First uh, non-Brit, huh? First non-Brit. Not a sure. British man, and not playing one either. <laughs> He's just playing. Can you give me a little background on his family? Where'd he grow up? On Ed, in this movie? In this, yeah. Ed Harris. He's he's sort of a he's sort of like a like a New England area, like, like sort a of a Boston Pittsburgh kind of guy. Nah, in this one, he's not he's not like a obnoxious sort of like. I looked at Mike. <laughs> not yeah. the, you're not an obnoxious Boston <laughs> a, guy. A goon, we call yeah. him. Yeah. He's like a. He's How dare a, you guys? <laughs> like, always making me out to be the bad guy. Uh, no, you're the yeah, real, yeah. you're the nicest guy. Uh, he's a he's the head of a Chicago family, and I we know he can play that. He's played like he was in like uh, what's that? A History of Violence. Yeah, uh, yeah. 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 Yep. So great. he can play he can play kind of like the like a crazy scary guy. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Westworld too. Initially, <clears throat> he was kind of a, a character. I never that watched was, Westworld. He was he was real Buck in Westworld. Yeah, the man in black. Yeah, yeah. and his face. It's a grizzled face on that Ed Harris. Grizzled. Right yeah, <laughs> that face got some some fucking highway miles on yeah. it. Yeah, ice. Yeah. Yeah, he's scary. He does. Yeah, and he it feels like every, anytime anyone has wronged him, it shows up directly on his face. Even young Ed Harris, like Wall Street Ed, or not Wall Street. Um, what am I doing here? I don't know. Glenn dude. Gary, Glenn Ross. Oh yeah, uh, oh, yeah. Real, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Real intense. He's, he's just he, he can, can take go. You there. He can go head to head with a Sir Ben Kingsley. Sure, but then yeah. he can talk his daughter in at night, and she's none the wiser. Right? You know? Exactly. He doesn't have yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he a goes, <laughs> he's got a family in the Chicago suburbs. They're none the wiser. They don't yeah. know at all what no, he's No, they don't know to. at all. They're like, you know, I don't want to know why we all have Cadillacs. What does care. your dad do? He works in the city. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they say. I, I've never actually seen my dad go to work or at work or anything, yeah. but 
He works you know, in the city. We got all this nice shit. He's got a 16-year-old daughter. <laughs> he's got a 16-year-old daughter who's starting to ask questions. Uh-huh. Yeah. And he's like, oof. Yeah. Because he, he doesn't want that life for any of his kids. Yeah, he had, to go knock on, he had to go knock on an 18-year-old's door one time oh about God. his 16-year-old. Guy didn't die, but, you know. He, what he did, he knocked on that, and the kid, the 18-year-old opened the door, and Ed Harris handed him a gun. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, this is to make it even. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then, then the, the guy, kid started. What'd the kid he, do? He pissed his pajama pants. <laughs> <laughs> he pissed his American Eagle outfitter pajama pants and handed the gun back. <laughs> did Ed Harris take the gun back, or did he say, keep it if you ever want to use it, but stay away from my daughter? He, he, he took it back. <laughs> And pistol whip the kid's dad. <laughs> Just for raising a coward. He yeah. probably threw it in the bushes and then walked away. And then took his gloves off. Yeah. How scary would that be if somebody showed up with gloves on and a gun? It'd be scary And handed fuck. it to you for some reason. Man, I would feel like I was going to set up for a murder. Yeah. I feel like, officers, I found them. Like, you'd say that's the next thing you'd say. I'm like, what? Prints all over that thing. Yep, uh, Sean Harris. Jordan, it is time for your third pick. Okay. And four. It's going to be the third and fourth. And I'm taking a page out of Zach's book, except these are not going to be... Um... You're drafting Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to draft geriatrics? <laughs> I'm going to draft a bath road. It'll <laughs> <laughs> be Kimono Dragon. No, it's going to be... Uh, it's, a, it's a couple, but they're still together. Yeah. So, and it's... I'm just going to rip off the third and fourth pick, because I think these would be like a, like a Gone Baby Gone type couple, where they're like young... And they just are super in love with each other. Yeah. And they just care about things, but they're... So it's going to be Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh. Is going to be the gentleman. And Olivia Wilde as the gal. Oh, Olivia Wilde. Yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal and Olivia Wilde getting it done as like... Uh, trying to create this narrative in my head, and it's just not working. I think I'm just wanting all these people to be in a mob movie. Yeah. And then a different creative takes over. And does Comes the narrative. Comes fixes it. Yeah. So oh, yeah. Like, I cast it and they're like, I see what you did. I, you, you wrote gave... an awful script, but, atta- <laughs> but like attached a bunch of good actors to it. I gave you the carrots and the celery and the meat and you make the stew. Yeah. Know? That's what I'm going to say to somebody. But I just, I think Jake Gyllenhaal is fantastic. He's definitely the celery though. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> no, I like Jake Gyllenhaal. I yeah. love Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. I love him. I think Olivia Wilde's honestly the celery. Yeah, she could be. Uh... I Jake, just like him. I he's like him good. Both. He's cool. Yeah, yeah. And, and he I can, can do intense. He's he, he can do he can romantic, crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he does it all the time. Like in Southpaw, I liked it, but not a lot of people did. But he was so shredded and so intense. Yeah, like you put him in a different movie, that that would be a good character. I always That's like I him, see. even if I don't necessarily like the movie he's in. But I always like him. Like he always nails it. Fantastic. And Olivia Wilde, I feel like for me, she hasn't really got to sink her teeth in yet. She may anything. not have. Like, I want to see her in, like, a Michelle Monaghan-type role in Gone Baby Gone, where she's, like, a, I don't know, just the super powerful woman in this young couple, this young, like, mobby couple around yeah. town. I legitimately can't tell the difference between her and Olivia Munn. They look so different. But I just get them always Their names you get to by. <clears throat> Olivia Munn was on The Daily Show. Yeah. I mean, Olivia uh, Munn was in the new X-Men movie. Olivia Wilde has, she just, like, classic good looks, high cheekbones. She's uh, dating Jason Sudeikis. She was in what was that? House was she in House? I don't know. She was in Alpha Dog. I know Mike loves the movie Alpha Dog. <laughs> yeah, it's one, <laughs> she one was of my favorites. Okay, everybody's favorite movie Alpha Dog. Her name on House was <clears throat> Doctor Remy Thirteen Hadley. They just called her Thirteen the whole time. They did. Yeah. Oh, okay. You've seen you've seen that much House? cover to cover. <laughs> <laughs> cover to cover celebrates the entire franchise. Dude, it's a great series. Yeah, it's a great show. <laughs> he solves one crime by doing LSD. 
Really? Yeah. Or not a crime, but a, you know, a health mystery. Yeah. <laughs> a health mystery. <laughs> a crime against health. That would be fun to go into the doctor and just tell him, well, I got a health mystery for you to solve. <laughs> <laughs> the doctor I would feel really cool. A Rubik's Cube. <laughs> Unsolved. I took three and a half Molly. And uh, <laughs> I need you to tell me why I did that. <laughs> this is, I, I realize while I'm saying this, this is a completely unfair double standard. But she's almost so beautiful that it's like, that I'm like, I don't buy her as anything. I know, it's it's astonishing, but she, it's like, um, who are we just talking about? Well, it's not going to come to me right now. But she somehow could be made to look no, like, you mean you go like, like a normal person. Runner? Yeah. You know, which is crazy, because when you look at her, you're just like, that's not, that's not happening. But, <laughs> yeah. She Drinking Buddies was another movie she was in. Oh, that's she right. She looks like a, with your boy Jake Johnson. And she looks very just, you know, just like a gal you yeah. would see working at some beer place. So I want her and Jake Jilly to go on a tear. Maybe they're, maybe they accidentally stole some money. Like Jake Gyllenhaal seems like the guy who accidentally did the crime, like found a duffel bag full of money <laughs> and they needed it really bad. Yeah. And so he kept it, but then he got, got in way too deep, that kind of thing. And she's just trying to get his back. Maybe they go on the run somehow. Mm. Oh, yeah. Her parents are journalists. I knew she had some crazy, like, upbringing. Olivia, Olivia Wilde's parents are, like, journalists on 60 Minutes. Huh? That's both of them? Uh, one of them is. That's crazy. Like Leslie Cockburn. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> wonder, wonder age of, like, 130 here, and I left at Cockburn. <laughs> you, mean, you mean Olivia Cockburn isn't the, the sex symbol that Sean was selling us? I can't believe I get so pissed when I laugh at something like that. She's like descended from like upper class British Empire people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That would be some 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 weird. If I had like you, you had like regal blood in you. Well, did you? Uh, this isn't like super regal, but I didn't know that Spike Jones's parents are the Spiegel. People. Who are the, the Spiegel? Spiegel is the, <laughs> the Spiegel people. It's the magazine <laughs> about like really swanky furniture oh. and stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that either. Spike Jones? Yeah. Okay. No, I had no idea. Makes so sense. secretly wealthy been forever, I think. Who else is secretly wealthy? There's some good Julie Louis Dreyfus. That's a uh, good one. What's his name? What? That Steve Aoki. Did you know his, oh, yeah. his dad owns Benny Hanna? Benny Hanna. Whoa. Jesus. Yeah. See I feel like that's how you if you're gonna be a DJ, you have to have a dad that owns But the something, thing is right? he is the most famous DJ. Him and like yeah, Calvin yeah. Harris. But so do you 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 wanna think like is it talent or is it because he had the means to say, I'm just well, going to... He got it's both, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's, yeah. So do you think someone like Steve Aoki would not be one of the most famous DJs in the world if he didn't come from Well, means? there's plenty of shitty versions. Like James yeah. Dolan, the guy who owns the Knicks, is like dedicated his life to learning blues music <laughs> yeah. and is terrible. terrible at it. <laughs> blues in general is not <laughs> like... A, well, you don't want to hear it from the billionaire... <laughs> Yeah, heir to a cable fortune, certainly. What are you saying? Guess what about? I'm kind of sad. Yeah. They have the wrong kind of croutons at the fucking <laughs> dinner party you were at. And the it's also like you should be croutons. sad because you're blowing it. Yeah. You have like yeah. one of the most uh, storied franchises and you're blowing it. What would be meta is if his blue songs were about how bad he was at singing the blues. <laughs> yeah. or, or owning yep. a basketball the, Yeah. <laughs> What if he writes a blues diss track about Charles Oakley? Oh, here's crazy. That'd be funny. <laughs> uh, Spike Jones's brother is a DJ. Yeah. Squeak E Clean. Sam Squeak E Clean Spiegel. I don't you gotta know have about rich, that. You gotta Sam. have rich parents. So He's gonna be hanging out types. with that third Hemsworth. I don't know about that name, Sam. 
Spike Jones owns a fourth of my favorite skateboard company, Girl Skateboards. So there we go. Cool. A little tidbit. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, Olivia Wilde. Yep, Jake Gyllenhaal, Olivia Willie. I love it. <laughs> I'm interested to see after this draft is complete how what this movie's like. Because <laughs> I've never I've never been sitting there thinking, you know, who needs to be in a mob movie. This is I'm sorry. This isn't the part where I'm making fun of you. This is a content. Well, I'm, you know, I'm ready to take it. I'm no Shane Torres over here. I can handle it. Yeah, end of the show. Jake Gyllenhaal. You know what's interesting? And this is just all of us. None of us have taken like an Italian guy. Yeah. <laughs> We're I was all trying sitting here to drafting quick. fucking everyone's. We've all gotten too cute. I'm thinking like loose mob. Like uh, yeah. I'm not thinking like good crime movie. Yeah, yeah. 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 Thinking, but still yeah. mobby, like mob tight. Like there's organized crime yeah. in a sense in yeah. these movies. If anything, but... this draft speaks to the, the decline of the Italian mafia. <laughs> yeah, they should be ashamed of themselves. Yeah. <laughs> they should take a good hard look at themselves after this. They, sh- they really Think should. about what they need to be doing <laughs> to Wake get up. back in our good graces. Wake up and smell the tiny cup of coffee you're drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Italian mafia. Uh, all right. It's time for my fourth pick. With my fourth pick, I'm continuing the no Italians and taking John Malkovich. Sure. Ooh. Yeah. Sure, sure. Scary dude. Another American. Another, although he could play a Russian, we know that from the motion picture. <laughs> Pay him his money. Pay him his money. Pay him, he be at me. Splash the pot in my fucking club. He'll be at me, I'll pay him. It should be no surprise we like rounders. <laughs> we are exactly that type of guy. <laughs> I could definitely see a Sunday rolling around in the near future oh, where it's yeah. like, you just want to watch rounders? I fucking love it. I know it. we were going to go to the mall, but yeah. let's just watch rounders. It's and great. then go to the mall. It's a great movie. Yeah. It's one of my favorite Matt Damon performances. Fomka Jensen's awesome in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. John Turturro. John Turturro. Oh, I love Turturro. Whatever that dude who plays grandma, whoever, like the hard ass oh, yeah, guy who plays grandma. Tough in that thing. Wearing like cowboy pajamas. Kitty pajamas everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> He's got like the button back door pajamas on. Yeah, that's like, weird. You're the guy? What a weird good character choice. <laughs> but yeah, John Malkovich mm-hmm. is in this movie being a scary dude. Uh, I love John Malkovich. The weird thing, he's a conservative, which I don't love, but, you know, Ed Harris probably is, too. <laughs> he is. I can see that. Yeah. Is uh, he connected with Ed Harris in the movie? These are all, they're all, he's a different... Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. But I, they're trying to keep peace. You know what's weird? And John Malkovich, you know I'm going to have him be? Some weird, like, fucking, he runs, he runs Miami. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But he never goes outside. Uh, he's not a huge fan of, like, sunlight. Yeah. No, he stays, <laughs> he stays indoors. He's always putting on, his character's always putting on suntan lotion. Uh-huh. You know? He's Real like, worried about it? Gotta fucking, yeah. What do you mean we gotta go right now? Well, hold on. He got exiled from the Italian mob up north. They sent him down to Miami to run things, and then he got too big for his britches, you know, and, like, and, and had to let... La- sort of he became dangerous yeah it's what happens when yeah. you get bored so you're just like yeah well let's just start shaking people down for fun i'm bored so he's down there anyway that's john malkovich i picked him yeah yeah i like me a john malkovich there it is old j malk johnny malks mike malloy mike Malloy. uh all right so my fourth pick i am going with gabrielle union oh okay. sure <laughs> yeah the trend continues <laughs> oh yeah it, it continues. Is gabrielle in relation uh, yes, yeah, so she is the, the eldest daughter of, of Viola Davis, old, a, elder sister. It's a powerful-ass family. To, uh, yeah. That's Janelle why the, Monet's the other daughter, right? She's the youngest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So and Jean- uh, she's like third in command. She's Jenny behind. and Gabby. Yeah. Mr. Wayne Wade. 
Yeah, <laughs> Mr. Wayne. And where's what? What's Hallie's role again? Hallie is the the uh, she took over for the gang uh, when Viola went to jail. But Gabrielle was too young at the time. She yeah, yeah she you can't. Couldn't, she couldn't handle the gang. Too much too So there's a transition so, yeah. coming. So so <laughs> ha- Hallie was uh was was holding down the reins while uh while mom was in jail and uh you know a little, a little resentment between Hallie and Gabrielle. You mm. never know. It's I can feel the be, tension. Now. Yeah, I mean there's yeah, yeah there's it is full of tension. In there it's very tense like i can see them in like big rooms just two people in a big room having conversations oh yeah and they and you know what they're so big on the screen they take up all you know they fill that room yeah. baby plenty god that would be i would go see this movie i would i would definitely i would go see all these movies to be honest because i see a lot of movies yeah gabrielle union's cool man i've gabrielle union i've i've loved her forever since like bring it on i mean she's just dope at some point, Dwayne Wade's not going to be in the NBA anymore, <clears throat> mm-hmm. and then she's going to be. Yeah, he will become increasingly less. You know, the way a former NBA player, because when we see them when they're famous, uh-huh. they're all in like the best shape of their lives. So even when they just get a little fat <laughs> and like normal old, yeah. they look so washed. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like look, Tracy McGrady that, even looks like shit now, right, just because exactly. he's not it Tracy seems McGrady. Like, even though he probably is only like eight percent body yeah, fat, yeah. you know what I mean? They're like still in amazing shape, uh-huh. but, and, and they're like forty, which is a normal age for people to be. <laughs> Definitely, but they look so washed because uh-huh. when we saw them, they were like twenty three yeah. and the best athletes on earth. Yeah, and like most of them are bulky, so I mean they're just big muscular dudes. Yeah, and then the second they stop running miles a day, yeah, it adds up a little bit. It just couple steaks a week the conditioning goes away quick yeah yeah you start eating a lot of lobster tempura and shit like that (laughs) your two a days are at outback (laughs) and then at what point do uh does gabrielle union be like okay so now we're gonna move to la yeah i've been i lived in miami i lived in chicago oh it's definitely now now we're going to la and i'm getting my career back oh as soon as he retires he's he's gotta go he has to go i wonder if that i wonder if that hurts like i wonder if that's Hurts the dynamic of their marriage. Hurt because she would need to be here. I would imagine. Well, well, Carmelo didn't... Anthony. <clears throat> yeah, they married was... to Lala. Well, they just they're separated now. Oh, I didn't know oh. That today. It just broke today. Hot yeah. breaking news. She didn't <laughs> Not... want to leave New York. She didn't. That was part one of the big reasons that Melo angled for that New York thing and stayed there. Mm-hmm. And now they're separated around the same time that like Phil Jackson's trying to ship Carmelo out of there. <laughs> it's interesting. Phil <laughs> Jackson ruined their marriage. He yeah, did. I think yeah. he did. Thanks, thanks a lot, Phil. Real spiteful son of a bitch. They his, said that the tensions of the season. His thing goes to hell, and now he, he's got to bring down every man's yeah. marriage. Real piece of shit. <laughs> Melo's been with Lala since 2003, when I graduated from high school. Yeah. <laughs> right when uh, Angela Bridget Lans- Dame Angela Bridget Lansbury was getting <laughs> her, her second husband. divorce. Bar- well, well, no, he he I believe he died. Oh. Yeah. You typically don't get divorced in the, in your 80s. Just 98. You just wait divorced. it out. Now that now that I'm hearing it out loud, yeah. it makes so much more sense, obviously. Yeah. But you know, that was just me. I'm being vulnerable with my friends. I <laughs> she could still get married. Uh, <laughs> Gabrielle yeah. Union, good pick. She also Bad Boys too, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah she was fucking. She, she was dating Willie. Yeah, Willie Spliff on the, on the low though. <laughs> yeah, on the way low. On the she low didn't low. want Martin, Martin didn't care out. for it. Martin <laughs> was not a fan of the Wusa. Wusa. The relationship. Woosah. All right, Zach Toscani, it's time for your fourth pick. Which AARP eligible actor are you going to pick? <laughs> so, like I said, it's going to be intergenerational. So we have the we have the uh, older generation. Yeah, Sam Jackson is like the consigliere to Mel Brooks. Consigliere, but these Shout folks out to have Billy kids. Crystal. 
They have yeah. kids just like Mike's movie. And so the first kid, <laughs> Charlize Theron. Oh, I was going to okay. take her! You mentioned her earlier Fuck! and it popped in. She God wasn't on my it. list Did you initially. mention her like during this since we've been talking? He but talked monster. about. Oh, you know what? I wasn't gonna take her anymore. I had passed out. But yeah, she was on my list. <laughs> I forgot how deep we were. If I had sex, I would have. Keep going. I'm sorry. It's not about me. No, no, no. But she is the daughter. Yeah. And I, she's kind of sided with Mel Brooks. She's on Ooh. Mel Brooks's side. Oh, okay. so uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Making make an X. Everyone's the picking their side. favorites. Yeah. Got to do. Charlize Theron doing. Yeah, and Mel Brooks. Is she playing? She's the star. I think. Is she doing a little mind. bit of a Jewish act? So she's a Jew. Because there's no way your Mel Brooks character isn't. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Can't get that Unless they just do heavy goalie. makeup. <laughs> there's, no, there's no makeup that's going to change the way he talks and acts. Yeah. <laughs> that guy is a spinning dreidel of a human being. <laughs> well, is Angela Lansbury Jewish? <laughs> this British juice. I work for yeah, one. Sure, I know. Yeah, not hey. Gordon, our producer. Yeah. Yeah. A spinning dreidel of a human being. <laughs> Charlize Theron. Jew. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Chelsea Handler, Charlize's close friend, is Jewish. There you blonde, go, blonde Jew. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> and exist. then they're real. They're not all shiksas. <laughs> so there's also a son. Mm. Oh, that's right. It's a son. Oh, yeah, a yeah. yeah. Pick. I so there's okay. a son. This son like leans towards uh, Angela Lansbury. Sure. Side. Completing that X, we have Jude Law. Oh, oh Jude Lazy. I love Jude Law. Jude Law. He can chew up the scenery. That lip acting. He yeah. was in a, that lip acting. He was in a gangster movie. He was in Road to Perdition. Road to Perdition, uh, yeah. Really? He was, the, he was like the hitman. The weird hitman yeah. that would photograph all the dead bodies. He had all that glass in his face. Uh-huh. Yeah, real buck. Yeah, Dude, Law, what crazy. a weird hot guy. He right? is I love when not, a hot guy's weird. He's not traditionally hot. Like when he's you look hot, at him. Though. He is very hot. But when like I was watching The Holiday yesterday. Or yeah, yesterday. The one with uh, Cameron Diaz, you know. You're wearing anyway. holiday on the holiday. Just look at the guy, and he doesn't look like knock you out of your seat. Like if you saw him walking around the Americana, you'd be like, oh, there's a, that guy's probably rich, and he's pretty good looking. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, that's what you think until you see him in real life, and then <laughs> I bet he's amazing. Have you ever seen him in real life? In real life? I don't yeah. think I have. IRL, as the he kids could, are saying. He could wear the fuck out of a suit. <laughs> that's what, yeah. He looks, yeah, he looks fantastic. Don't get a suit near him. He'll wear the fuck out of it. <laughs> don't even try being a suit near Junior yeah. <laughs> In Young Pope, oh man, I love some of the those scenes. That's what solidifies it for I'm me. I'm just starting you can Young bring Pope. Bring that rage. I haven't got into it yet. It is Jude Law's heavy. Yeah, he's great. He's fantastic in it. He's funny. Yeah, the show is beautiful. I like that. Yeah, I like Jude that Law. Show. Wears a clock so you know what time it is. In that <laughs> show. <laughs> yeah, I'm with I'm with the Jude Law. I'm with the Jude Law. He was also in a. He was in. Uh, oh no, he was in Sherlock Holmes. That's right, he played Dr. Watson. He was in one of my favorite movies back in the day that not a lot of people know about. It's called Closer. And it's just oh, like yeah. a big, weird infidelity movie. But oh, pe- that was, people know about that movie. Yeah. Really? I feel like Natalie Portman and yeah, Julia Roberts? Yeah, I feel like a lot of people <clears throat> slept on a lot of that people. Was, that mo- yeah, well, and maybe. Clive Owen. Maybe people older than us. It's fantastic. liked it. But it was that was like an Oscar movie, right? I don't know. I can't remember. I was 20, I don't know, 23 or it's something. It's based on a like, big play. It was fantastic. But yeah, Jude Law was great in it. Played kind of a coward. Loved it. Uh, yeah. Jude Law. Excellent pick. Jude Lazy. So I guess we'll go through the entire draft and then sure. we'll explain our movies. Mike Malloy, <laughs> it's time for your fifth, I'm assuming, Ebony Queen. <laughs> I'll tell you, I'm having a real crisis of conscience here. Yeah. I'm torn between two. And and it is neither. It is, it is not an, uh, a Nubian princess oh, this, wow. this time. Yeah. Uh, I was leaning towards... Paul Giamatti. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> However, don't lean away. 
No. <laughs> I got one that I think can beat it. Uh, as the, the head of the rival gang. Yeah. <laughs> Sir motherfucking Elton John. What? what? <laughs> He's never acted. As, so that could be... Yeah, he and him as up. the head of a rival gang would be badass. Whoa. Elton John as the Big Gay back. Dan. So you have this extremely yeah. powerful family of women. Yeah. And then Elton John. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, baby. Wow. A little bit of Not uh, a stunt single casting. Wow. Straight cis white man on my screen, baby. This is, right. this is the no only room time for him. That Elton John and Paul Giamatti have been in a dead heat for anything. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? I, I, I Paul's like, like, I, like I also read for that. Yeah, you he did. You wouldn't think it because Elton John got it, but I also <laughs> read for that. Crying out for the damn. I can't do it, Paul Giamatti. <laughs> got beat by his fucking. Yeah, I can't do it. James Adomian's Paul Giamatti, though. Perfect. Uh, Sir Elton John. Sir Elton That's John. fucking crazy. Wow. So is he playing like an Elton Johnny sort of like flamboyant character? Yeah. Is he wearing oh, like yeah. Gucci robes oh, and yeah. shit like that? Oh, he's he's just, he's stone cold in it. He's just turning it up to 11. I love That's all that. he's doing. I love Elton Basically John. Basically just like, yeah, filming him at the crib and like, yeah, we'll just use that. Yeah, exactly. Marlon Brando <laughs> rules. You know, he, and he's the one who framed Viola Davis for murder of her husband. Okay. Oh, wow. There it is. That's there why the is. dude's out of the picture. Exactly. He yep. was killed by a falling piano. Played by now, French Stewart. Did she kill her husband? No. She didn't. No. Elton John did it. Elton he just John said did he, it. Oh, yeah. He did. Yeah, they are it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I apologize. Wow. <laughs> I was so lost in the sauce over the picture. <laughs> <laughs> Stirring my brain. Also, up. but he's also an Oscar winner. Well, yeah, kind of. Yeah. I mean, for what Lion King? The same way that, like, 3 6 Mafia. Yeah. Oscar hey, it counts. Yeah. <laughs> it counts. If I saw, I mean,. If I ever get invited out in John's crib and I see that sitting on the mantle, I'm not going to say. No, yeah, not, you, you know, you know, you that's a discount. You can't right? discount that man's Oscar. I'm not. I'm just not <laughs> he acting. Made you Oscar. feel the goddamn love that evening, <laughs> like in that Grammy for album art that we talked about yeah. <laughs> in an earlier podcast. It is. It it's is different. The, it is. The, <laughs> it's different. We have an Oscar-winning actor. What do you want it for? Editing. <laughs> <laughs> but I, be... I'm not hating on the pick. I like Sir Elton John. I love it. Yeah, that's an interesting-ass movie, yeah. my friend. All right, it's time for my final pick. All right. And to the to the cast I'm adding, <laughs> the one Jonathan Depp. Ooh. Oh, yeah. sure. Johnny sure. Depp. Yeah. Another chameleon. Uh, another another chameleonaire. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Johnny Depp's in it. And should I should I explain my movie now, or should we wait until all the picks have been made? I mean, I'm gonna have a rough time explaining mine, but all right, I, I can wing it. Yeah, I'll explain it. it right now. <laughs> so we have Jason Statham, Sir Ben Kingsley, Ed Harris, and John Malkovich. Uh-huh. We're four established gang leaders. You know, what? let's even say they're all. Let's just say they're all in. Uh, they're all in New York. Even though these two guys are British, they run the British wing. They're all four different gang members, right? Mm-hmm. And they're all bald dudes. Every single one of them, powerful bald men. Jason Statham, bald. Ben Kingsley, bald. Ed Harris, John Malkovich, bald. And then Johnny Depp rises to power in this fifth family with his beautiful <laughs> long locks, his Johnny Depp hair uh-huh. down to his shoulders. He's got this long, beautiful hair. The perfect length for him. And there's always been peace between these five families before. But now these bald guys... Are jealous of Johnny Depp's long, luscious, flowing locks. It's a new Guy Ritchie type of movie, where it's a little bit of a comedic one. Uh-huh. 
you know, but with still with a lot of action in there with these four dudes trying to kill Johnny Depp and eliminate his gang because ultimately they're jealous of his hair. So and that's he's, like he's, I, new, he's new to the scene. Not he's new. new to the he's hair. risen to the like power. he didn't just go to Bosley and get right. This exactly. Shit no, no. He's always had of. long he's... hair. He finally rose to the top oh, okay. power in this family. Could yeah. I pose a title to this movie? Yes. Heretics. Oh, heretics. <laughs> hair trigger. Hair trigger. That's a good one too. Hair trigger. Bald, bald face. Just bald. <laughs> bald. Bald faced liars. They. I like that. Every bald time and the bulletful. The four of them get together and yeah. they're like talking about because he also probably did something shady. Like he kills. He just keeps doing shit. Well, he shit. murdered. You know, because if if you get like if I got to sixth pick, Alan Arkin used to be the head of this family. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and it's, Johnny Depp. Killed him, knocked him off. Fair is fair, but now he's the head of this family. Uh-huh. So they killed, it used to be the five bald men <laughs> who ran New York. And all of a sudden, Johnny Depp's in there with his long, beautiful hair. The fuck is he doing in here? Yep. Or, you know? How about locks and glocks? Oh, locks. Oh, yeah. Locks locks and loaded. Yeah. 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 yeah locked. Yeah, lock, locked. Yeah. Locked and loaded. Anyway. Locks and hair locks. Hair yeah. locks. Yeah. I get it. Well, I'm just not too quick on the uptake. <laughs> yeah, I'm so it's sorry, Malkovich, gentlemen. Ed Harris, Ben Kingsley, and Jason Statham all just gunning for Johnny Depp. <laughs> and every time, like, they decide, every time he, like, foils one of their plans, yeah. they bitch about it, and then they're like, and that fucking hair. And that hair. And then it's it just cuts it's just ridiculous. Yeah. And he's still got that fucking hair. And then they it's all him, get like, together. brushing his hair in the car on the way out or something. It's the four of them all hairless in a sauna just <laughs> bitching. That's why I was going to take Charlize Theron. Cause she in Mad Max, we know she can rock that uh the bald look, that bald look. Yeah, you know? great, great bald look. With her. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a tough, yeah, it's yeah. a tough one. Tough uh, so that's my movie. All right, Sean Jordan. Let's see. Let's, <laughs> let's put a button on it. Make it all make or sense. Put a bow on it. Uh, so the last role I'm gonna pick is gonna be like the cop. Sure. And it's gonna be Steve Carell. Whoa! I think I think he's got it in him somewhere. I think he could play. Like a gritty cop kind of kind of dude. See, like a serious or gritty. Yeah, like yeah. He's I mean he's funny enough, but he's I think he could he's be in a, good in a very serious, serious role. I mean yeah, he was in uh, uh, Snow Fox, right? I what mean, was that? Foxcatcher. Oh, Fox yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What Fox, was that like, uh, one that he did with uh, Emma Stone and the Ryan o- Gosling? The Office. <laughs> no. <laughs> Crazy Stupid Love. Yeah, that's yeah. It. yeah. That was good. Yeah, I mean, and I he like was that. in Dan in real life. Like he's just he's been like some serious. <laughs> Dan characters. in real life. Sure. That's a serious, serious. So what's dish. the movie about? What's the story? <laughs> well, <laughs> so Idris Elba is a friend of the family, and the reason that um, that J.K. Simmons is raising him is because his father, who was Forrest Whitaker, would have been my sixth pick. <laughs> uh, he was murdered, so J.K. Simmons has had Idris Elba since he was a baby. And he just kind of brought him up in this business, and that's why he's the right hand man, oh, poised yeah. to take over. And I think Jake Gilly and Olivia Willie found—I'm sticking with that—like found a bag of money they weren't supposed to find. Oh wow! And they needed it for a good reason. They needed it for a really good reason. Maybe uh, one of their kids. Their, you know, their daughter's got leukemia, so oh, wow. they found like five hundred grand yeah. or something. So <laughs> they're gonna—they're trying to figure out how to pay her hospital bills with that money, and. Uh, you know, and Steve Carell's a cop. <laughs> <laughs> On the case. Steve. I feel like this movie's coming out in, like, February. <laughs> maybe Steve Carell's deciding, maybe he knows what's going on the whole time, and he's deciding how he wants to play this, oh. because he knows that that's bad money, and it could be going for a good thing, but also there's the ethical choice that he is an officer of the law, and he should 
he should rectify this whole situation, but the part of him wants them to leave with the money, so he helps them escape. You've and talked he, me into it. He blinds, he like kind of makes JK and Idris turn a blind eye to it because he is helping Jake Gilly and Olivia Willie yeah. rid their daughter of leukemia. Interesting. For, for a low $500,000. Who's Who do you have directing a movie like this? Tim Burton, we're going to give it to. What? No, wow. I don't know. I, no, I was kidding. I was okay. just, I couldn't think of a director. I mean, um, who's that kind of heart attack? Oh, I'm too on the spot. Come back to me for a director. All right. Like at the end of this, we'll do a director. Well, no. that's the end of it. Zach, do you have do you have a director in mind or a name for your movie? What's your walk us through your plot? One more. Okay. Yeah, really. So the movie. So is... you have Samuel L. Jackson, Mel Brooks, Angela Lansbury, Charlize Theron, and Jude Law. Right. So like I said, Mel Brooks, Angela Lansbury, married for a long time, bad divorce. Yeah. But she kind of Aren't seemingly on it to his face got over it. But she's been plotting. She wants to take over. On Mel Brooks' side, we have Sam Jackson, who's the consigliere. Yeah. But guess what? Maybe he's always kind of liked Angela a little oh. bit more. <laughs> also, under Mel Brooks, we have uh, Charlize Theron yeah. as the prodigal daughter. She's there. And Jude Law is with Angela Lansbury. Jude Law is kind of the one who's really pushing this agenda because he really wants to take over. Right. So he's pushing his mom to take over. <clears throat> Then when she goes, it's all him. So what he does is he knows that his sister, Charlize Theron, <laughs> you know, she likes the ladies. Yeah. Nothing oh, wrong with that. Uh, yeah, so yeah, he yeah. gets no, Kate Mara. Oh, Kate Mara. Would have been the sixth pick. Kate Mara slips in and takes care of Charlize. There's wow. a little bit of a romantic relationship. And then who's, like, who's directing a movie like this? Directing a movie. Yeah. This would be... Damien Chazelle. Oh, it's a Chazelle, so it's serious. And no jazz. No jazz. No jazz. Finally. Wow. Mike Malloy, what's your, what's... So the the basic plot is that uh, Viola Davis is playing a character named Babs Billingsley. This Whoa! Is a, this, is a, this is a period piece. This is a, this is a little... Oh, is, is it? A little ba- this is a, yeah. Yeah, back to when black women ran the criminal element. Yeah, so this is a 19... This is going to be like 19, 1920s. Oh, cool. Set, set around then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Atlanta. Oh. A little different. A little yeah. something, something, something different. So uh, Viola Davis plays Babs Billingsley, leader of the gang, just getting out of prison for the murder of her husband, played by motherfucking Denzel Washington. Whoa, Whoa. six pick Denzel. <laughs> six pick. I figure if you guys are throwing sneaky picks in yeah. there, hype it up at the end. Yeah. I'm going to, too. Yeah. Uh, it was actually murdered by uh, Elton John. <laughs> Sir Elton John, you may know him as. <laughs> I want to see that murder who plays, scene where Denzel dies. Who plays? Who plays the rival? Plays the ri- rival gang leader by the name of Big Gay Dan. Who does? Elton John. Elton John plays a character named Big Gay Dan. Yeah, but it's the twenties, so gay didn't mean gay. Yeah, he just they didn't know that. He was just a happy guy. They are just like, yeah, this is happy son of a bitch. Elton John, what'd you think of the script where you're Big Gay Dan? <laughs> but his name is also Dan Gay Man. Oh, okay. so that's why they call him Big Gay Dan. <laughs> big Gay Dan, the Big Gay Man. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> The hardest I've ever seen Mike laugh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And and, uh, and Halle Berry is playing uh, a lady by the name of Sherry Stevens. Oh, yeah. She takes over the gang for Babs while she's away in prison. A little bit of a power struggle between the two when she comes back. And a little bit between the the, uh, the family, uh, played by Gabrielle Union, who plays Mitzi Billingsley. 
Ooh, and Janelle Monet, who plays Bitsy Millington. Oh, Bitsy and Bitsy. Bitsy and Bitsy. So, yeah, Bitsy, 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 Bitsy action, little wow. uh, period piece. Take us back a bit. Uh, you know, so it's just about the. Uh, the and who's sitting in that director's chair? Director's chair? I'm going uh, Darren Aronofsky. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Coming yeah. back. James Cameron. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, excellent. Well, there's the there's the movies. I'd watch I'd watch all these. I mean, I've definitely watched worse movies yeah. than, than mine. <laughs> so yeah, I would watch my movie because I have seen the animal also. Yeah. So <laughs> that's my gauge. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that so that's it. Thank you, uh, Sean, Zach, Mike. Thank you for joining us. Hell yeah! Thank you for listening, and make sure you tune in next week for another brand new episode of All Fantasy everything. That was a HeadGum Podcast.